This is Kim Guy 1000. I am Lunatic Radio. 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 Hey, what's up? This is Zora Iverson. And I am not Tiger Woods, but I am LunaticRadio.com. You know what this show is? This show is a manufacturer of nonsense. Our major export is nonsense. Yeah, and we should have a, like a factory in Detroit. Touchdown! <laughs> the idiocracy starts here with LunaticRadio.com. Well, well, the idiocracy. Simon put it. We're good like background noise. Listen to this show. We figure shit out. You could watch porn without jerking off. Really? You could? It's possible? Weird. See you ready. I love this show. There's some moments of drama and intrigue, but overall, I don't give a shit. When we suck, it's not fake. When we're good, it's not fake. When we do bits, it's not fake. Everything is real. We don't have time to set up fake shit and yeah. think about it and plan it. It's impossible to fake the sucking we do. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Hello, Toledo, Ohio. Shout out to the people of Minnesota today with uh, all that snow. If you have a dome in Minnesota, you lose. You lose. Rock, LunaticRadio.com show, broadcasting live from New York. Email us at the show, LunaticRadio.com. Drunk call hotline, 206-202-LUN. That's 206-202-5666. By the way, the drunk call hotline is now turning into the drug call hotline. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Not many drug calls this week, but there's very there's one important one there. Oh, uh, that I'll, uh, we'll share with you people later. Uh, surprise guest in studio today, uh, John from Naked Jedi. Yo. Hello. He just stumbled uh, uh, upon the studio today. And uh, figured he's going to hang out with us. I was stalking you guys for days outside. John the movie star, by the way, right now. Yes. Whee! I saw all the, before the show, I was uh, talking to John. He showed me all the pictures from the set down in Georgia where he shot the uh, biker massacre thing. Dear God No, that's the name of it. Dear God No. Word up. I guess we'll learn about that today. And uh, we'll do some other stuff. On the program today, everybody, probably the biggest get we'll, we'll ever Get get on radio show really uh, four time Cy Young Cy Young Award winner Greg Maddox yes that Greg Maddox you're like that Greg Maddox yes, yes. that Greg Maddox we'll be calling into the program uh, in about a half hour so that'll be good right so I guess uh, a little warning if you don't like sports just shut us off now yeah we're gonna turn it to sports talk radio in about a half hour. Boomer Ricard and stand aside. Right. I mean, he is, he's a legend. He's, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Sporting News or Sporting News Weekly or something ranked him as the 39th best baseball player in history. Can't argue with it, though. No, you can't. His numbers are right there. For, uh, 18 gold gloves, four consecutive Cy Young Awards, 355 games won, won the, won the ERA title four times. Uh, won at least 15 games in 17 straight seasons. Uh, the Cubs retired his uh, jersey. Uh, and he once... This is the most fascinating stat on Greg Maddox. He once threw a complete game with only 76 pitches. 
It's insane. That's insane, it's dude. Insane. That's insane. The guy's the guy's pretty amazing, and uh, he's he's a good sport, and he's gonna come on today, and uh, we're gonna talk about him about some baseball, and uh, he retired like two years ago, so he's got to have great stories. Oh, he's got to have he's got to have many a many great stories, and uh, he loves the golf. He loves the golf, so uh, it'll be fun to talk to Greg Maddox in about a half hour or so. Uh, big news in the NFL. Oh, big news. Obviously, the NFL, the season's up and running. It's been going. The division series and the playoff pictures coming into light, and everybody is uh, rooting for their team to make the playoffs. Starting to see the finish line. They're looking at the other other games, hoping a certain team loses so their team will gain some rankings in the standings, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I, I don't know who's had a worse season in the history of the NFL other than the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. <laughs> The Minnesota Vikings have had the worst season of any NFL team I've seen in my lifetime. They fire their coach. Their quarterback sending uh, pictures of his hammer to chicks. Yeah. Um, his roll of dimes. They hire a future Hall of Famer to come in and help out the team, and they cut him a week later. Right. Uh, what happens in a week? It took him longer probably to get the guy. Exactly. Yeah, it really did. And... Uh, you know, it, it, a lot of back talking going on in the, in, 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 in the locker room. Uh, people not getting along with people. It's just a mess. The team starts losing. Uh, obviously, they fired the coach, the Childress. And now what happens, Rocky? Their fucking stadium collapsed. That's insanity. <laughs> Their stadium collapsed. Love it. That's what happens if you have a giant balloon as your uh, canopy. What it is? Poor infrastructure, I say. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna take Rock's angle on everything, which Rock loves to take the conspiracy angle. Yes, I'm gonna take the karma angle on this one. Oh, oh, oh! Those sexting pics of Brett Favre's private parts that he sent to Jen Sturger, giving the the roof down. It's giving the Vikings (laughs) bad karma. And a blizzard hit the area of Minnesota this week. The Twin Cities, whatever they call it. and literally, the snowpack on top of that garbage bag roof they have on that dome collapsed. And and Fox Sports today uh, broke the news and played the footage of the actual dome collapsing. They had a camera set up. I guess it was a security camera or something. Focused in on the field, on the inside of the dome. All the lights were on because they were supposed to have a game that day, today. Uh, and and you just People see, working, all of a sudden it just comes down. Yeah, it looks... It, 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 just, it just fucking collapsed. Rock, do you have it? Can you play yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like, That's freaking great. This is the big news of the day. I mean, screw what's going on in politics. Who, who cares Holy what Obama's shit. doing at this point? <laughs> Uh, it's all about collapse. Obama doesn't even know what's going on. No, Obama's watching this. Obama's like, screw that. The Vikings stadium collapsed. I don't care about reform. Put up the uh, audio for the uh, channel. Oh, there we go. Go ahead. As we welcome you back in This Kingston, is great, Michigan, John. you got to watch this. John hasn't seen this yet. It's been moved to tomorrow night from Detroit. Regional coverage begins at 7 Eastern, 6 Central, right here on Fox. And of course, all this is due to that big blizzard up in Minnesota. And we've got exclusive footage of the snow. Look at, inside look at the, the snow. snow. It caused a leak overnight. Co- you see it coming through morning, the, roof the uh, ceiling there. Listen to this. It's like an avalanche. Look at the ceiling Holy falling shit. down. The entire ceiling's falling down. Insane! It looks fake, doesn't it? It does look fake. That's great! It looks CGI, doesn't it? It looks yeah. like CGI. 
It almost looks like James Cameron directed. It almost looks like <laughs> it almost looks like James Cameron directed it. So nonchalant about it. Yeah, look at that. And uh, back to back to the weather. <laughs> Unbelievable. So if you're uh, hoping for a Vikings-Giants game today, you lose. Yeah, yeah. you'll be waiting a while. The game has been transferred or, or, or is going to be played in Detroit, the great city of Detroit, that where everything's insane. festive. I can't wait to go have Christmas in Detroit. Oh, yeah, wonderful. <laughs> and I believe it's uh, free admission into the Giant-Viking game next tomorrow night, Monday really? night. In Detroit, in the great city of Detroit. Are they playing in the uh, Superdome? That oh, was, that was sold for 30 bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think they're playing the Ford Field. Oh, my God. It'll be the most people watching a game uh, this year. I, I think I think the people in Detroit are going to be excited that there's an actual football game going on in Detroit tomorrow. An actual game. An actual game. Because yeah. they do have a team, but they just, you know, they right. show up and hand out peanuts. <laughs> The team does. Yeah, the team does. <laughs> they don't play football. I don't know. Actually, I think they beat the Packers today. I saw that tweeted on the uh, on the uh, interwebs. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. Oh. Yeah. Look at you with the inside knowledge. Hot news. Hot news. They beat yeah. the Packers today. So, you know, Detroit's up and coming. And uh, there's a little... For how many years? Here's, here's a boost. Uh, two teams from two different cities are going to come and play a game and just help you guys have a little cheer. Right. Yeah, a competitive football game tomorrow. Think anybody's going to go? Uh, Detroit. Oh, you know, it'd be interesting to see free admission. Are people going to show up to see the Giants and Vikings play for free game? I'd, I'd go see a free game if there was a free game in the area of like two professional teams. Sure, why not? I'd go. Do you think people in New York would do that? Like, say, uh, I don't know, say the the the, the Texans. And, and Tennessee had to come to New York for some reason to, to yeah. make play a game. I'd, I'd go. Free admission? Yeah. Would you go? Sure, why not? It's a bigger times? city. I guarantee you, they wouldn't. They wouldn't fill that place in New York. Really? I don't, New Yorkers I think like would. New Yorkers like their, their teams. teams. They don't like other teams. Yeah, there's enough people here, you know, in New York City itself that they'll fill it. I mean, look at something the, free. You kidding me? Not to get back to the Islanders again, but there's a team who who who, who, <laughs> who needs to like have free admission, and, and they really can't, they have like forty people show up to a game. I mean, I know it's hockey, but <sighs> it's still more than forty. <laughs> well, if you count Rocket, forty-one. <laughs> yeah, when Rocket sh- Cyburn show up, it's forty-four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So bad karma to the uh, Vikings. So. If you're a football coach out there and your quarterback sending sexting pics to some Ooh. chick, uh, just look out for some bad karma. Just <laughs> no need to coach anymore for that season. That's what you go into the locker room and go. You know what? Tommy sends sexting pics to Jenny, and now our whole football season is going to be screwed. <laughs> so I'm not going to coach anymore. You guys just want to show up and play. Uh, you know, kill the man with the ball on uh, practice days. That's fine with me. But I'm not going to design any plays because we're just going to lose every game because Mister Fucking Bad karma sent sexting pics. Joey bad karma guy. Joey bad karma. Oh, man. They, it really did happen. I figured I'd bring this up. You know, I, I hate to do this, but since we brought up the Islanders, I was just curious. So apparently yesterday, the Islanders played the Atlanta Thrashers. The Atlanta. The, oh, I didn't even know they existed, yeah. but yet, go ahead. So apparently... Um, because the Islanders have been doing so bad and having trouble with attendance this year, and Atlanta Thrashers are just a, a, a god-awful team when it comes to getting people to games. Apparently, an entire fan base of uh, Quebec fans, of the former Quebec Nordiques, 
took a trip down and filled up part of Nassau Coliseum last night at the game in protest to prove that uh, there's more loyal fans elsewhere in cities that need teams, and one of these two teams, being the Islanders or Thrashers, should be moved and put into and brought to Quebec. <laughs> Quebec. Imagine that. They 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 drove, flew, whatever, all the way from Quebec. I mean, that's got to be, what, eight to ten hours? Easy. Like, easy. Yeah. Rocket. <laughs> It's just we're having it was a big thing. I was worried it was going to happen and or and you know, hoping it wouldn't happen. You were losing sleep over this. There is a reason. There is there is 1100 people came down from Quebec. Really? Obviously, there there's uh, there's going to be a theme to the first hour of the radio show today. Because obviously we would not turn down having Greg Maddox on the show no matter what. But it just so happens Uh. that Greg Maddox is the one pitcher in baseball history that's had the most wins against the Mets. That's awesome. 35. Love 35 it. career wins against the Mets. That's the most out of any opposing pitcher. If it was this year, it would have all been done in one year. So what we're really going to do... probably beat them this year now, retired. Yeah, he probably could. He could probably do it from his couch in yeah. Las Vegas. Uh, what we're going to do oh. is the first hour is going to be dedicated, kind of... Sports. To trying to get Rocket to move away from rooting for the Islanders in the hockey league and being a Met fan. We're trying to get him away because it's miserable. He's My got, entire team other sucks. Than, other than his, his – other oh, I get it. Other than the teams he, he roots for in his, uh, in his fandom as a, a professional sports uh, fan, fan. Uh, his rest of his life is fine. But the teams he roots for suck. suck. And they're going to suck. They're going to continue to suck, Rock. Have you heard anything about the Mets in the winter meetings down there? Did they even show up? Did anybody for the Mets show up? Well, uh, yeah. The general manager did. Ben, he made it clear that he wasn't going to make any big moves. Yeah, but you know what? He just went. He My just, brother's the new manager. Yeah, he's just going to. The only move I'm making is to get some coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> The only movie he's making is switching to decaf. Yeah, I might switch hotel rooms. That's about the only move I'm going to make. Oh. I might go to the meetings, but you know, I'll just read the pamphlets and leave. Let me tell you something. With the Mets, you know, if, as long as they stay, stay just, you know what? Just, dude, don't, just as long as they stay healthy, 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 healthy what? Healthy. Yeah. yeah, they'll be able to play some games if they stay healthy. It's all about winning, Rock. The only thing they beat are their in-laws. <laughs> true. That is true. True. Although they're not together anymore, apparently. Yeah, but when, when can when can your closer pitch again? He's gone yeah. from the team. Uh, the former um, closer for the Mets after a game where he blew the blew the game. Uh, he apparently punched out his, his girlfriend's father. Yeah, because that's 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 good. There is something about the Mets though that really causes a lot of nonsense. Why, why do you root for them though? I mean. Is it because they're the closest team to where you live? You feel bad for them. Uh, do you feel bad for them? Do you like being like in like sports angst? We feel bad <laughs> for you. You know what it is? It's it sucks. You could be so much happier being a Yankee fan. It's not that I don't I don't like when the Yankees win, but I feel like I need to. I want to root for the Mets because if and if and when the day comes that they actually win it all, because it will come. When that day comes, it will be huge. Mention It'll that huge. to the Cubs. Because it's surprising that they win. You can be right. It's not usual. You can be dead eighty years before they win another one, right? Yeah, that's true. Come to the Yankee side. You know what's sad? They play in the number one market in America 
Yet they have as much chance as the Kansas City Royals of winning a World Series. Yeah. yeah. You probably have a better chance getting pregnant on the And pill. you know what? You know what? I mean, I know you have Johan Santana, but we do. You know, the Kansas City Royals actually have a better pitcher than that guy. <laughs> that guy. Take that. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Rock. Uh, I, I, I think there will be... It's good. They're going to come around. I think they That's just all you need have? to come have on. the He's right. beating you up over here. That's all you have. Right come on, Rock. The players need to stay healthy. It's, we know, all we can do is just. Why don't be you positive. ask that of uh, Greg Maddox? Why, 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 that's a big question for Rock to ask Greg Maddox. When do you think, Greg, the man who's won 35 games in his career, number one all time against the Mets, when do you think the Mets might, I don't know. Turn it around. Maybe win three straight. Well, it certainly helps when he's reti- that he's retired now. <laughs> yeah. It certainly makes it a little bit <laughs> Maybe easier. Maybe you should thank Greg Maddox. Yeah, I think I will, actually. Uh, Thanks thank for retiring. You. Yeah, because... Now we can win a couple and get more games a year. <laughs> At least have a chance. Have you ever... You've seen... Uh, obviously, you've had to see Greg Maddox throw a game or two against the uh, Mets, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Not a, I, I never got a, the opportunity to see him live before, but I've seen him many times. Did it annoy you? When watching Greg Maddox throw on TV, because you know they got that camera shot from center field down the home plate, yeah. and you see the ball, it looks different on TV. I mean, when I watch Greg Maddox pitch, I'm going, "How are you not hitting this guy?" Because it looks different on they look TV. Like he's like floating a balloon. Yeah, he should be hitting it, but they, whatever the ball's doing, they're not seeing it. Yeah, yet in, yet in person, you know, the ball's dancing like a, a stripper looking for a twenty dollar twip. It's like you a know, wiffle it's like, ball. Sh- sh- it's all over. It's like a wiffle ball, right? Well, to be honest, most of those times when he's pitching and I've caught it on television, I usually just shut the game off. Because you know they're going to lose. Because you know, <laughs> all I'll be seeing is a couple of foul tips. So, why That's bother? a true Met fan. Yeah, you see a bunch of ground balls the second. <laughs> Can't wait for yeah. football yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Carlos is up. Oh, there's a ground ball the second. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just, uh, you know, I keep hoping that things will turn around for that team. There's that pursuit. That pursuit to actually, it's like, you know, that goal, that very difficult, once it's there, it'll be, it'll be wonderful. I guarantee if the Mets signed Greg Maddox tomorrow, he would be the best player on their team. <laughs> Without with a uniform on. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think he would be the best pitcher on that team. Tomorrow if they sign him. He's retired. He's not going to come. Well, comes out of retirement. Why don't you ask him, Rock? That's you have true. an opportunity. Here's, That's here's true. one opportunity in your <laughs> yeah. lifetime. Hey, Greg, would you mind coming and play for the Mets next year? I'll pay you 20 bucks a week if you pitch for the Mets. Bucks. Might need a little bit more than that. Yeah. Guy's golfing now, you know? He's a legend. He's going into the Hall of Fame in a couple of years. Yeah, as soon as he's eligible. Yeah, he's three years away from being in the Hall of Fame. One thing I do want to ask, That's Greg. That's awesome. If he wouldn't mind just mentioning the radio show in his Hall of Fame speech. That would be yeah, nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just fair. It's yeah, just I fair. Agree. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> we'll give him a big break here. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're an international radio guy. Yeah. yeah. What you can do is represent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Greg Maggs coming on the radio show. We're really excited. I'm actually nervous to talk to him. Are you guys nervous to talk to him? Yeah, that's why I'm not going to say I'm anything. I'm not. You're not saying anything? I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> guy's gonna, he's a legend. Yeah. I am nervous. Yeah, because Kieran, you're like, so uh, John, you got any questions for Greg? And he'll be like this. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, very exciting to have Greg. Do you Matt take pictures of your poop? <laughs> <laughs> Write that one down. That's actually a good question. No, no, no. no. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'll keep my mouth shut because I know I'll just ruin it. 
Yes. I am a jackass. So we'll have, no, uh, you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are. Yes, I am. We'll have Greg Maddox on the show today, and uh, we'll talk about some other stuff. Bernie Madoff's son hung himself, 46 years old. You had to More know like, that don't was, buy. You had to know that was going to happen. We'll talk you about did? that. did? What do you mean? Yeah, because the guy's got legal trouble up the wazoo. I mean, look at his father. Ooh, is that, he, that technical term? The wazoo, wazoo is not a good place to have legal trouble. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I don't care how big the troubles yeah. are. <laughs> Once you get to that wazoo territory, yeah. you want to keep the legal trouble away from your wazoo. Isn't that like a town in Texas? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> wazoo, Texas. Wazoo. City. No, but was there any reason for him to commit suicide? Come on. He spent a little jail time. He wanted to hang around. Yeah, I had tumbleweed. Shut up, man. <laughs> By the way, coming in from the chat room, some of the listeners, Cyberspector, there isn't enough money in the world to get Greg to play for the Mets. True. Sean and Key Largo, nobody in their right mind wants to play for the Mets. True. <laughs> uh, there's a Wazilla in Alaska, by the way. So close oh, enough. Look at that. I love that. All right. Oh, yeah. Rachel with her. It's right around the corner from Texas. It's an info. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be uh, fun today. Greg Maddox on the radio program. He's gonna. He's coming up momentarily. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get it all set up. Greg's going to come on a show. We'll talk to him about some baseball and his career. Guy's a pretty fascinating dude. Awesome. So uh, take a break. Come back. More LunaticRadio.com show, everybody. Right after these words. <laughs> Hey, this is Dude That's My Bike saying if you spend a little bit less on your friends and family this holiday season, you can buy yourself something really nice for Christmas. Happy holidays. Oh, oh, holy shnikey. So what's wrong here? What was wrong with that call? No, we're going to detail what has gone wrong since 6 o'clock. Okay. Right. All right, we did a full setup, right? Right. Okay. Of Tom Norton. Yeah. And his documentary, Fathead. Right. Talked about that. Yeah. Uh, explained the documentary to the people. Setting them up for the interview that should have followed. Right. With Tom calling into the program. And I'm sure I'm sure I screwed up somehow. That's all right. No, you did fine. Uh, no, I'm just saying. It, it, might, it, it was terrible. It just yeah. happened. He did not call in. Right. So we had to fill. Right. We talked about what? Fast and Furious, right? Right. Horribly. We filled for how many minutes on that? And then we talked about billboards on the BQE and the Snickers advertisements. Hey, watch your mouth. And we got racial with it. Horrible segment. Really had nothing to go with. Asked the listeners for some help. They did not help. They just sent in racist remarks. And then we uh, we took a break. Came back around 7 o'clock. Had Jen coming in, right? Right. Right. That was Jen's segment. I started off that segment doing the most pointless story from the New York Post. Today. I don't even remember what hey, it was. all weathermen are wrong. Oh, that's and right. guess what? They're not wrong by that much. <laughs> that was my story. I figured that would be interesting for maybe 10 minutes. No, it wasn't. Josh shot it down, and he was right to do so. Yeah. So we answered the phone. Hey, it's Jen. Talk about baseball in the baseball season. That's going to happen tomorrow. Opening day, big thing, new stadiums, new new players and new teams, and blah, blah, blah. Jen had nothing to offer on baseball, nothing. She went to spring training. What did she say about spring training, Rock? It was great. I got drunk. That was it. Okay, we said goodbye to Jen because Jen didn't know how to do the volleyball. 
friendly back and forth phone call conversation type of thing. So we spun that, and Josh had something to add to the program, which was a complete visual. It really wasn't that funny. So we're doing great on this radio program, and we figured... We'll go to break, we'll regroup, come back with something interesting. What happens? We'll recap, we'll recap about the bad... <laughs> Shut up. We'll recap about the bad shit that's gone on. Guess what happens what once happened? we come back to break? We got an asshole calling into the program, doesn't want to entertain shit, doesn't have anything to answer the fucking program. Well, he calls in and goes, entertain me, asshole. Listen to the radio. That's how you become entertained. You don't call in and get entertained. We're not going to entertain you on the fucking phone. You ain't to the fucking program and you hang up motherfucker we comment on what you said and we proceed with the program a radio program is supposed to have some fucking flow I have a uh, warehouse full of cocks and they're all big cocks they're all big cocks I'm done (laughs) I'm not really mad I just want to fill time that was fun Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're f- That's lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes to download the show. You can now hear the LunaticRadio.com show on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile application. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory wasted. Available on your iPhone, your Palm Free, Android phones, and BlackBerry. Download it easily at Stitcher.com or go check out the App Store for your individual mobile phone. That's LunaticRadio.com on Stitcher Radio. Download the app today. Stitcher! Comedy, beer, smut, talk. It's lunaticradio.com. Yeah. Wolf Mother, everybody. Lunaticradio.com show. Kid Rock. Kid Rock in studio. What up? Yeah. Emails at the show. Lunaticradio.com. Drunkle hotline. 206202. What an odd pairing we have in studio of me and Rock and Kid Rock here and, and Greg Maddox, the Hall of Fame pitcher, future Hall of Fame pitcher, calling into the program momentarily. Just a weird mix yeah. of people, personalities on the show today. Just to let people know, after our conversation with uh, Greg Maddox, the phone lines will be open for listeners to talk to Kid Rock yeah, directly. Kid, Kid Rock is here. K-I-D-R-O-C-K. Rock. Right. In studio. So... You know, later on in the show, after we talk to Greg Maddox. Well, what? Look, it's he's got like he's got the baseball cap on, the long blonde hair, got the tattoos. What? It's Kid Rock. It Who else could Kid it Rock. Be? You know what? I thought it was. I thought it was Kid Rock. <laughs> so, so if you're if you're in the if you're live and you want to call in later after we talk to Greg Maddox, the Greg Maddox, yeah, the real Greg Maddox, yeah. <laughs> Feel free. Talk to talk to Kid Rock. Are you excited to talk to Greg Maddox? Kid yes, Rock? very excited to talk to uh, Greg Maddox. Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, the transition from uh, r- rap rock to country, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was yeah. great. Yeah. I love the uh, new song. Uh, 
Whatever. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> yes. I like your beer. I like your beer. You got that new beer line out in Detroit. A new beer line. Oh, there you go. Cool. Yeah. What's it called again? Uh, beer. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, in addition to uh, talking to Greg Maddox today, I, I got to talk about I was watching... Um, we got to play Mel Gibson's new movie trailer. We have to do that. Because oh. if you didn't think the guy was bonkers now, just look at the damn goddamn new movie he just He's made. He's great. I love him. <laughs> He's literally talking to a Muppet. The entire- <laughs> He's talking to a Muppet. Nice. Uh, What's the name of it? Uh, Mel Gibson's Gone Nuts. Look at this effing trailer. It's probably, that's the name of it. Look at this fucking trailer. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Just look up Mel Gibson's new trailer. It's retarded. It's, it's, Amazingly, Edge of Darkness. Like it's the worst time. Is for that the- it? Edge of Darkness. I don't think that's it. It might be. I don't know. It, it's says new movie for him at this point in his career. What he's gone through in the last year with all the you know the tapes, the audio tapes of him being racist and, and, and threatening to beat his former girlfriend or wife or something like that. This is the worst type of movie to be put out. Really? <laughs> that he's in. Oh, The Beaver. Apparently, it's called... It's called The Beaver. The yeah. Beaver. I can't yes. wait to see this. Yeah, it's pretty freaking amazing The what this... Because everybody thinks he's Looney Tunes, and now he's making a movie about him being Looney Tunes. Oh, my God. Oh, no. What is this? It's, it's amazing. This. I want to see this trailer. A friggin' Muppet. It's a Muppet. He's talking to a Muppet. All right. Apparently, Greg Mass is calling him momentarily. Whoa. Awesome. Yeah. I'm getting updates as I go along here. Can we just drop the C-bomb once he calls in? No. <laughs> Try not to curse when Greg Maggs calls in. That's all I'm saying. Maybe he's okay with it, though. Come he on. might be. He's a jokester, according to uh, Fat Kev. He's a jokester. Fat Kev produces now. Fat Kev uh, is claim to fame, by the way, in his life. Fat Kev's the guy who booked Greg for the show today. Awesome. Um, Fat Kev's claim to fame is that when he played golf with Greg Maddox, uh, Greg only beat him by one stroke. So there you go. That's that's Kev's claim. He only to, beat him by one stroke. Yeah, Greg only beat him by one stroke. So he still lost. Yeah, it wasn't like he was playing a professional golfer. He's playing Greg Maddox, who's a professional baseball player. But yet losing to him by one stroke is an honor. You sure? I guess it would be. To me, it would be an honor to lose. I get to the ninth hole and I'm, I have to ask like, what happened? Do you even know what golf is? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah I Kid actually Rock. I do. Kid Rock should know. Uh, yeah, I do. By the way, how was uh, Pam Anderson? Yeah, it's great. The movie's going to be out soon. She a goer? She's a goer. Yeah. She loves me, just like she did Tommy. How's that hep C working out for you? It's great, man. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, shots so every I day. A, I got to uh, imagine you have it. Yeah, now. Yeah, now you got yeah. it. Yeah. She's hot. Are you honored to have hep C coming from such a hot chick like Pam, Pam Anderson? I Listen, if mind. she was naked in front of you, you would say, nah, whatever. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 3D, too. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, you know, Rock, if you want to go ahead and, 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 and start playing the movie trailer, and we could just pause it if Greg calls in. All right. All right. True. So this, this is Mel about. Gibson's new trailer. The movie's called The Beaver. Go ahead and play it. Oh, hold on. I'm still getting it. Jeez. You got to, oh. you got you to, you got to, uh, I got to, I got to fill stretch. a little bit more. Fill it in. It's completely ridiculous. It compl- and it's the worst movie. He should, he should actually call the studio and go, well, guys, can you please just hold off a little bit on this one? <laughs> let me rebuild my career a little bit. My, my image, my, you know, let me apologize maybe. Uh, let me say some nice things about some people, uh, before we throw this movie out because this movie, it might make some cash for him. Doesn't he have a lot of kids? Oh, he's got like a ton of kids, right? Well, the thing is, is that Mel Gibson doesn't need to make any more movies. 
any. Yeah, he's done. He doesn't need. He's got so much cash. He doesn't need to make any more movies. But yet he is, and uh, he's putting this thing out now. The studio's like, yeah, we're gonna put. Maybe it's the studio's. Sorry. Maybe it's the studio's way of just going. You know what? Let's uh, capitalize on Mel getting a little nuts. And Jodie Foster's in it too. Yeah. <laughs> Jodie Foster's at home watching this trailer, going, "Why the hell did I sign Actually, up?" Actually, in this in this first shot, she kind of has that look too. She's just like, "Why yeah. am I doing Her this?" Character. She's cashing a check. She don't gone? care. Yeah. He's not gone, honey. But we just agreed that it's better if we don't live together anymore. I'm glad you kicked him out. What a loser. This is the story of Walter Black, a hopelessly depressed individual. This is based on a true story. and loving family man he <laughs> used to be His. has gone missing. And no matter what he's tried, Walter can't seem to bring him back. He's all depressed. It's a brain. Mom says yours got broken. So you can see that Walter is a man who's lost all hope. <laughs> but he's about really to really paralleling his life. His voice. Bloody hell. Look at you. I'm sick. You want to get better? Oh my oh, God! Right. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! With that voice, by the way, people is coming from a uh, a stuffed animal. What the fuck is this? He's talking to a coming squirt. from a stuffed. He's animal. talking to a, pu- a puppet, a literally a puppet. Oh, so you gotta say hi to Allison in Australia. Apparently, hi Allison in Australia. Oh, Kid Rock, yeah. setting out a shoutouts. There we go. What you doing there in Australia, baby? Oh, she can't answer you. We're on the radio. It's weird. I'm like waiting for an answer. I don't know. I was, okay. I was waiting to see a wave or something like that. I don't Sorry, know. Rock. How was the uh, movie trailer? Did oh, yeah. yeah let's find back to that. Yeah, I, I was actually just floored by the fact that he, it's, he's actually using a puppet. I'm the beaver, Walker. <laughs> he's talking to, to his stuffed beaver. Life. The person who handed you this card is under the care of a prescription puppet designed to help create a psychological distance between himself and the negative aspects of his personality. This is a joke, right? No, son. It's a fresh start. I'm not talking to you, nutjob. I'm talking to Mom. Good morning, all. As of now, Waldo was resigning and putting me in charge. That's Mel Gibson holding a Muppet in his hand. I am utterly floored by this. Being like a bad ventriloquist. He's my idol. Unbelievable. And he's making money. It'll be a bestseller. Watch. He'll probably make a ton of cash. Yeah, hell yeah. Because he's nuts and he's making a movie about a character who's depressed and decides to befriend a Muppet. Is it hard now, for him to now, get into character? And now his character throughout, you know, most of the movie is going to be talking with a puppet on his hand. That's what Mel Gibson is making right now. People are going to go watch this. Alice. They really are. They're going to make, uh, I don't know, it's going to make 30 mil first, first week out, I'm thinking. Just based on the fact that Mel Gibson's a complete lunatic. On, I, uh... <laughs> Stupid! What? A puppet! It's a beaver! When he got this script, he's like, yeah, okay, let's do this. Let's get his hand in a beaver. A beaver? It's the future. Mr. Beaver Woodchopper kids selling out in droves. I've been very patient when I want you. Not him. This is really a movie. It's a dead end. He's gone. This is really a movie. I fought for you. And I will continue to fight for you because I love you. I want daddy. I know, buddy. When I was a little kid, all I ever wanted was to be like you. Then I got older. I just want to be anybody else. I know. So I oh, fucking. Oh, it's directed by Jodie Foster. <laughs> oh, God. Whose fucking idea is oh, here this? We go, here, we go, here we go. Here we go. Hello, Greg Maddox. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, we can. 
Okay. Welcome to the show, sir. It's Kieran and Rock in uh, New York, along with our buddy John. Hey. Uh, it's an honor to speak with you, sir. Hi. Well, thank you. Uh, let, me, let me just read a couple stats for the listeners before we get into some baseball stuff and uh, some other things. Uh, 18 Glow Gloves, four consecutive Cy Young Awards, 355 games won, uh, four ERA titles won, uh, won at least 15 games in 17 straight seasons. The Cubs retired your number 31 jersey in 2009, and you once completed a game on only 76 pitches. Now, Greg, those are amazing accomplishments, but the one that I love the most, and it's probably something you don't even remember, but you won 35 games in your career against the New York freaking Mets. That's what I want to congratulate you on. Well, thank you. Thank you. That is yeah, we, awesome. Uh, we, we had a lot of fond memories of New York, especially in my Atlanta days. Yeah, I mean, uh, the 35 game. you know, out of the 355 you've won, I got to say the most important victories for me are the 35 that you won against the Mets. Well, I don't like them. Uh, of course, of course my, my, my co-host Adam does not like them. Uh, you sound like a Yankee fan. Oh, completely! I, I, I'm a complete Yankee fan, and and Greg, there was there was one one time where I was watching you shut out the Yanks. I believe it was in a World Series, and I, I'm watching you on TV, and you're you're throwing your 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 ball that's dancing all over the place. But on TV, it looks different. Like when you when you see that camera shot from center field down the home plate, and you you're watching Greg shut down the Yanks. I'm thinking I'm watching your ball go in there, and I know it's moving, but I'm going. How? Why can't these guys hit Greg Maddox? Well, I think sometimes that that, ang- that angle from center field makes things look a little bit different than when you're standing in the box. Yeah, I know it does for me. When I was trying to hit, I'm like, I can hit this guy, but then you stand in there, and it's like a totally different picture than what you're used to seeing. That that's what I got to imagine. I mean, obviously, you know, there in person, your ball's dancing all over the place. But you know, obviously on TV, yeah. it, it doesn't doesn't really look like much. It looks a lot easier on TV than when you're yeah. there. Trust <laughs> yeah. I would think if you won 355 games in the show, uh, you're pretty damn good, yeah. sir. Um, the one thing, I mean, you retired two years ago. Have you? Has it hit you yet that you know what you have accomplished in your 23 years as a as a as a ball player? Well, yeah, I mean it has. I mean, you know, I feel uh, very good about the career I had, obviously, and. Uh, uh, you know, now I'm working with the Cubs and moving on. I'm trying to learn kind of the other side of the game, kind of what it takes to put a team together, and uh, what it takes to help to help coach guys to teach them to teach themselves how to get better. Right now, so uh, uh, you know, I'm still involved in the game, just not as much, and I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing right now. Uh, as far as you know, still being involved in in Major League Baseball and, and with the Cubs, is you know maybe coaching, being a manager, or something you might want to pursue in the future, or you just want to you know, you know, do what you're doing now. Well, I think we'll see. I think time will tell. I think uh, you know, right now, I know I want to be home with my kids here in Vegas and uh, watch them grow up. You know, uh, you know, my daughter had a birthday the other day, and it was kind of nice to be home. Congratulations! You know what I mean? Those type things and. Uh, you know, you miss a lot during the season. And, uh, you know, I've got a 13-year-old now that, you know, it'd be kind of nice to see him through high school and then kind of decide what I'd like to do after that. So, uh, you know, the job the Cubs gave me now, it, it keeps me in the game. It keeps me around the players. Uh, uh, kind of forces me to keep in touch with who's playing in the game right now. And, and uh, you know, if there is a time when I do want to get into coaching, 
you know, I wouldn't have missed like five years to baseball. I wouldn't be going in cold. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see when that time comes. But, you know, right now I'm enjoying, uh, you know, the chance to play as much golf as I want and, <laughs> you know, get involved in baseball as much as I want. I definitely want to ask you about the uh, when you played for Atlanta and you, and you pitched with Smoltzy and, and uh, John Glavin. Uh, how many days a week? Because all all three of you guys are avid avid golfers. How many days a week during the season were you guys able to get out and uh, maybe play around before you know for a game? Well, you know, it kind of all depended. You know, I know me personally. I I, I never played in Atlanta. You know, I just played on the road. So, uh, you know, I would like to play on the road, and, and I wouldn't play the day before or the day I pitched. So I had kind of a three day window on the road where I'd like to play. So if I could play. You know, once in each city that we went to on, on that two or three city road trip, then that was uh, that was about what I played. Uh, you know, I know we'd go to New York, and you know that's that's one of the best golf trips in the league when you go to New York. I mean, uh, to play the courses in that area, you know, it's a real treat. And then you know, you go over to Shea and play at night. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I was watching uh, Glavin actually play Smolt on Donald Trump's fabulous world of golf. I don't know if you've ever caught this on the <laughs> Golf Channel. Yeah, and I caught bits and pieces of that. I believe Glavin won. I'm not. I don't really recall, but I mean, out of you three, I mean, how do you compare to their, their games? Well, <laughs> are, you, are you good? I I'd be surprised if Glavin beat Smoltz. To be honest with you, Smoltz pretty good. Smoltz uh is real good. I mean, uh, you know, I wouldn't play him unless I got, you know, six or seven shots. You know, Glav, I think, you know, me and him could probably play even, but uh, I'd need a little help if I was going to play Smoltzy. Yeah, and also during those years when, uh, I mean, you guys were just so dominant, that pitching staff. Uh, I mean, going in game after game when you were playing in Atlanta for all those years and the team was great. I mean, you guys were ever worried about anything? Like, you're just a guy at Glavin's pitching tonight. Eh, this is a win. Why not? <laughs> you know, just hang out. Well, pretty much. You know, we knew, you know, if you have the pitching advantage, it's it's huge in baseball. You know, it's almost sure. like maybe not so much having a quarterback advantage in football, but it's not far behind. Uh you know, it's just a nice advantage when you know your guy's going to be better than their guy, you know, six or seven times out of ten. And, uh, you know, that's kind of usually how it was. But, you know, there's always, you know, it's not impossible to uh, to lose that night. Everybody knows that. But mm-hmm. we always had that advantage. And, and uh, you know, we never panicked when we lost two or three in a row. We always felt like the next guy is capable of throwing a good game. And, and you know, we were going to score enough to win regardless. Well, it's got to take a lot of pressure off yourself when you got you know guys with you know similar talent backing you up you know in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just yeah. an ama- it was well, a- it helps. keeps you, know, you on your toes too. It's for guys to yeah, yeah. Um, it's always fun to win. You know, plain and simple. You know, it's uh, I, I, t- I tell you this, though, it's a lot harder winning than it is losing. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, it's pretty easy to lose, and it, it's it's a lot harder to win and. Uh, you know, we knew that, and, you know, to be able to do it for as long as we did was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is amazing. So I was reading through some of your stats last night. It's really – it just it's endless what you have accomplished throughout your career. But the, the, the three games that, that really stood out to me and the, the stats I did not know – were were the you know you're pitching complete games on 76 pitches you threw a game against the Yanks you only threw 84 pitches and, and then in, I guess you played the Phillies at some point within that span and you only threw 90 pitches I mean that's not even like working Greg <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
Well, you know, hey, I mean, you know, sometimes you catch a break. You know, you yeah. give up a hit, the next guy hits into a double play, and all of a sudden you got two outs and two pitches. I yeah. mean, right. uh, you know, that's part of it. But, you know, I always felt like, uh, you know, there's always somewhere in the strike zone that you could attack the hitter. It doesn't have to be out of the strike zone. And, and you know, I never had that, that swing and a miss pitch, that, that takeout pitch to go to. So, you know, I kind of learned how to pitch in the strike zone where I think uh, most pitchers learn to throw a couple strikes and then try to expand the strike zone. And I think that's where, uh, you know, the pitch counts, there's going to be a pretty big difference in those types of pitchers. You know, if you watch Holiday pitch, he's pretty aggressive in the strike zone. And I think mm-hmm. that's why you he was able to have the complete games that he had this year. And, uh, you know, when you're aggressive in the strike zone, your pitch count's going to be lower. And, uh, hey, you're either going to win or lose a lot faster than the guys that don't. Sure. He attacks the batters right away, too. Yeah, He's exactly. fantastic. Yeah. Who was that, Matt Holliday? Yeah. 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 Right, right, right. I mean, also, another thing about – because you played during that time where um, – well, it's deemed now the, the steroid era where guys were, were taking cer- yeah. certain things uh, to improve their performance. I mean, do you look back on your career and, and what you accomplished during that, that period and think, wow, you know what, I – I did something in an era where it was perceived that, you know, a lot of the guys were, were trying to enhance their performance by, you know, taking certain things. Do you look at it as, a, well, as more I mean, of an accomplishment? You know, it's, well, I don't really look at it either way. I mean, it was just something you kind of pitched around. I mean, uh, you know, if the guy in the on-deck circle, if you couldn't see his biceps as good, you probably walked <laughs> the guy you were facing. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, it, was, it was just part of the game. I mean, uh you know, the fly balls did stay in the air for a lot longer. They did go a little bit further. But, you know, I always believe that good pitching beats good hitting. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you throw it where you're supposed to, when you're supposed to throw it, there's a chance it's probably not going to go over the outfielder's head, let alone the fence. Was there a point during that era, and you don't have to name names. I'm not asking you to throw anybody underneath the bus here. But was there a point ever when you're standing on the mound and maybe you're facing a team for the first time that season and you're standing on the mound and some player comes up and he gets into the batter's box and you're looking down at home plate and you're going, okay, this guy looks a little bit different than he did last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, who didn't? I mean, uh, you know, I think everybody had those impressions from time to time. Jeez. You know, it was just, uh, I mean, there's no question it was going on. Uh, you know, I think the game's done a pretty good job about cleaning all that stuff up now. I know... Uh, guys are tested on, on, on a pretty regular basis now and you know it was what it was and and you know you just you dealt with it the game was the same it was level on both sides and you know uh you know the only difference is you know hey, if a guy got a hold of one it went 500 feet instead of 400 feet like you're seeing today so uh, yeah yeah you know you just pitched around it and hopefully your guy hit one too you know what i mean yeah i mean what, what do you think about some of these contracts some of these guys are signing today <laughs> i mean I, I saw jason worth i mean god bless the guy uh seven years yeah. to the nationals and i'm just like for how much money <laughs> i didn't know the yeah, nationals had that money <laughs> yeah i didn't know the nationals had that much money <laughs> it's a great time to be a player again you yeah. know what i mean do 15 you... years from now they'll be saying the same thing about some kid that's in sixth grade right now that signs a contract for even more than that sure. you know that's just uh that's just how it was you know i remember when bobby bow i think bobby bow was the first five million dollar player and then sandberg jumped to seven and everyone went well what happened to the sixes so, <laughs> right, you know, right. that, was, that was back in the 90s so uh you know, you're always going to hear that stuff. You know, I think Nolan Ryan was the first player to make a million dollars. And, mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe someday we'll be talking about a guy making fifty million a year. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, as as fans, we watch and we watch the games, and we love. We all love baseball here on the show. Um, those meetings on the mound. I'm sure you've had many of them over during your career, your 23 years playing. I guess my question is, is it always about baseball when you're meeting on the mound? Or has there ever been like a joke thrown in there? And if so, what's the funniest joke maybe a teammate has said on a meeting on the mound? <laughs> well, I mean, there's always some jokes. There's always a lot of ragging about the other team going on out there, too. You know, I think, uh, uh, you know, my my typical mound visit was Leo would walk out and, and, and he would say, uh well, shit, I, Bobby sent me out here to stall for time. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll stand here and uh, I'll stare at the ump. And when he gets about 10 feet away, I'll let you know. And you could run in the dugout before he tells you to leave. He's like, oh, okay. That's great. <laughs> Love it. Sit out there and, Baseball you know, tactics. He might sit out there and, you know, he might say, geez, I can't believe that guy was lucky enough to get a hit off you. And you're thinking, shit, I just hung a slider right down the middle. I'm kind of glad he didn't hit it over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's pretty much, you know, that's pretty much half of them. Half of them, you're just out there buying time for the bullpen. And, sure. Or you just want to kind of change the flow of the game a little bit. You know, the crowd's kind of on its feet, so you go out there, so they kind of settle down a little bit. And, yeah. uh you know, you either want to slow, the, usually you go out there to slow the game down, you know. Pitcher's blood starts pumping a little faster. If you walk out there and talk to him, it starts, you know, his heartbeat starts to slow down a little bit. And, uh, you know, that's mostly the reason for it. It's always cool as a fan to get an insight, you know, yeah. to what happens. I always wonder what happens in those little mounds. Because those mounds, you know, those meetings at the mound, they aren't mic'd. I love to hear oh them. Oh, my God. I love, I love that. Yeah. I, I wish they would mic the dugouts, really. Because I really, I mean, and put well, it on like an like a, like a X-rated channel, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, we'd have to go straight cable if they did that. Yeah. I mean, MLB should think about that. Have like a uh, you know rated R version of baseball games. Yeah. <laughs> Have it hosted by Joe Buck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, with all the years, with all the years of playing, what was your craziest game? Like one that stands out. What game that really stood out? Oh man, I know it's a tough uh, question. There's many games. Yeah, you know, but yeah, there was a lot of games. You know, I'm, recently for me, it was probably the one game playoff game we had against Colorado, oh, where right. it was tied and. Uh, like the hundred and what, hundred and sixty-four? How many games? One sixty or one sixty-two? I can never remember. One sixty-two, I believe. <laughs> you know, you played baseball, Greg. Okay. Well, yeah, this was game one sixty-three, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the one-game playoff, we were tied going into the ninth, and I think we got two in the eleventh, and they got three in the bottom of the eleventh. <sighs> you know, I mean, that game it seemed like, uh, you know, our bullpen had like pitched great for five, six innings. So did theirs. And uh, all of a sudden, there's five runs scored in the 11th when nobody could score, you know, from the fifth inning on. And, uh, you know, that, that was a great game. Both managers emptied. They almost emptied all the benches, and the 40-man and the call-ups were there, too. So, I mean, there was a ton of players used and a ton of pitchers used. And it was just a great game. You know, it was just kind of, you know, sad to come out on the losing end of it. That, that was a good one, mm. you know. And, uh, uh, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you could probably pick a team, pick a year, and yeah. something would come up. They're kind of hard to think of right off yeah, the hand. Yeah, that's an open game question. The Mets. We had a playoff game. <laughs> All 35 of them? That went 14 innings. 
14 innings. I got to imagine uh, when Greg went into Shea Stadium and uh, was playing the Mets, he was just like, hey, you know what? This is going to be an easy one. I'm just going to make a tee time for Well, I tell you, that's what I was saying before. Every time I'd be watching the Mets game and I knew Greg was pitching, I was like, you know, forget it. I'll tune in tomorrow because I, like, I don't feel like watching a couple ground balls a second. And <laughs> Trust me, it was never easy. You know, I think, you know, my, my first taste of Shea was uh, – in '89, the night the night the Mets clinched, I made my first start in Shane. If the Mets win, they or '86, they clinch. And uh, wow, you know, I think I lasted about four or five innings. Got knocked out of that game. A few death threats in the hotel room oh, before man. the game started. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to New York. All that stuff. But, uh, you know, that was. Uh, that was a pretty good experience. My first time in Shea. I think I got goosebumps in there the next three or four years I walked into that place. Jeez. Was New York as an opposing, you know, pitcher or playing for an opposing team? It was. Was it a tough place to play? Uh, you know, it, 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 it was different. I wouldn't say it was tough, but it, it was different. You know, it. Uh, you know, it always seemed like when you went to New York, that was the place where you didn't want to fail. You know, it wasn't so much you wanted to win. You just like, hey, man, I don't want to fail in this place. Right. You know, yeah. I want to do what I can to get out of here and, and not embarrass myself and, and move on and get to the next city. And then, you know, as you've played there over time, you know, you kind of learn, hey, man, this city's pretty good. I mean, it's a uh, uh, great city to go visit. I mean, uh, the golf courses are off the charts. And, uh, <laughs> right back to golf. Yeah, give, give me some of them. Give me this. The give last, me the- you know, mm. some courses that we played there. Yeah, give me some. Uh, we played uh, Garden City, Wingfoot, Deep Dell. If we had an off day, we'd go to Shinnecock and National. Nice. Uh, Jesus. I mean, that's one of the perks about playing with Smoltzy. Smoltzy always had a nice course lined up, a rental car, and a member that we could oh, play with. So uh, That's great. You major you know, league baseball players. in the lobby at whatever time he said. And, you know. That's you know, we'd go play our golf and go to the park, do our work, and get ready for the next game. Greatest golf course you've ever played? Uh, Pine Valley, hands Where? down. Is that Not even, you know? Is that North Carolina? Uh, just just outside of Philly. It's actually in New Jersey, but it's probably mm-hmm. uh, thirty minutes from the bet. Wow! You know, gosh. So. Uh, yeah, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of the go- courses because <laughs> I'm an avid golf. I love golf, and I, I try to beat yeah, my was- brother at times. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Shinnecock and National. Yeah, I mean, your brother's a pro, man. You should be playing all kinds of nice places. I do. He, he's he been very kind to me. And uh, I'll suggest one course if you're ever in the Phoenix area. Go play Longbow. I love that course. Go play that one. I'm sure people will be very yeah, happy to show Longbow. It. You play yeah. Longbow? I like his Make the Country Club a lot better, though. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Those two are my two favorite in the Phoenix area. Look at me and Greg just talking yeah, like two. like just talking about golf. Yeah. Yeah. It's like two golfers. Yeah. Uh, Greg, one other thing I wanted to ask you. When you go into the Hall of Fame, because you are going, even if you're forced to go, you're going to go, what what team are you going to represent? Well, you know, that's a good question. I I really don't know. I haven't really given it much thought. I think, uh, uh, I hope I have that opportunity to think about it, but uh, I think the Hall of Fame kind of picks picks for you. Go as the Mets. uh, 
God. The Mets. No way. Goes are, goes are mad. Yeah. That's rocking. Don't listen you know? to him. Come on. You won so many games with them. Yeah. The least you could do against them. Yeah. Throw, throw yeah. the Hall of Fame for a loop and just go in as a team you never played for. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, think, I think that's the reason why they pick because players would do something stupid and probably would do something like that. We'll take care of it. Just be glad. Just be glad you're coming in. <laughs> Some guys be showing up with football helmets on. <laughs> yeah, I'm an eagle. Yeah, going, going as a UNLV running rebel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and finally, you know, I don't want to keep you, but your thoughts on the uh, the lack of parity in Major League Baseball, meaning teams like the Yanks get to spend all this cash, and then you got a team like the Kansas City Royals where they really can't compete. Yeah. Well, do a good job drafting and developing is all I can say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, Texas got in this year. They beat the Yankees. And, uh, you know, it it, it, it it can be done. You know, you just, uh, you know, you just got to do a little, little bit better player with your farm system mm-hmm. and, and your younger players. And hopefully you make good trades. And Tampa Bay has done a very good job of it. Yeah. You know, they've been good for the last three or four years. Now they're probably going to rebuild for the next couple. And I bet we see them up there again in a few years. So, sure. uh, uh, you know, you just have to be, uh, dead on the money with your farm system and your young players. And it can be done. It's, it's a lot harder, but it, it can be done. Give me Greg Maddox's opinion on where Cliff Lee might wind up. Oh, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I think, uh, you know, that's Cliff's decision. He, he's, you know, he's earned the right to play any place he wants to play for. And, uh, you know, that's one of the perks of being a free agent is, uh, you have the opportunity where you, you, you can play wherever you want to play or you can play for as much money as they're willing to give you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's a tough decision. It takes time to make and, uh, hopefully he'll take his time and make the right decision and, you know, go on and pitch well for the next 10 or 15 years. She's still pretty young. Uh, we were joking, actually, before the show, and I'll let you, I'll let you go after this one. Um, if the Mets were to call you, uh, say, I don't know, in the next couple hours, because we have some contacts, uh, if the Mets were to call you and uh, say, you know, hey, Greg, you mind coming out of retirement and you know, stop watching football uh, and just come out of retirement and play first, how much, w- how much money would it take? Because we're figuring you coming out of retirement will probably be the best pitcher on their staff. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I, I, that's not the case. But I don't know if they could pay me enough. To be oh. I, don't, I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm in position to start doing sit ups again and start running sprints <laughs> in the backyard. So I think I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I've had my day in the sun, and now I'm going to kick back and watch the guys do it now. So Good for uh, you. yeah. Well, we'll get your brother you know, then. We'll get your brother on the I team appreciate then. It, but you know, <laughs> they got some pretty good pitchers over there. Yeah, yeah they'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, it's hey. a good place to pitch too. You had a you had an amazing career. We all had you know a thrill watching you beat our teams, uh, you know for the most part. I mean, just an amazing career, Greg. And I want to congratulate you for you know being a stand up guy and taking some time out of your Sunday to uh, call our little radio show here. It's been an honor to speak with you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I'm watching. I'm watching the Jets right now, trying to come back against Miami. What's the score? We'll see how they do? Ten three. Oh God. Come on, Jets. They come back a lot all year. How about, how about, how about those Vikings, yeah. huh? Their stadium collapsed. Yeah, I know. That's a bad break. <laughs> it sure is. It's the most excitement they've had. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Greg. Thank you so much thank for coming you, on the show, all right, sir. You guys take it easy. All, all right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
There's Greg Maddox, everybody, on the LunaticRadio.com show. Very funny guy. I can breathe now? Yeah, you can breathe now. All right, good. Greg's a... Uh, Guy's cool. Very cool. Yeah, very nice guy. Very personable. He, I believe he dropped an S-bomb in there. Yeah, it was great. I didn't catch it. I, didn't, I don't think I cursed once. See how, see how like, relaxed people get with us? Yeah. Was I behaved? You were behaved. You did. Although you did kind of take my question away from me, so I kind of like. I was Sorry. waiting for you to pop in with. But your he question. asked like the like you know the most the, the game like craziest game. I'm like I'm not going to ask now the most game that made you the most nervous because that was kind of like my question. So I'm like I'm not going to ask essentially the same thing. Well, it's you should have informed me beforehand. You know, there's no show prep here. It's yeah, well, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll lunaticradio.com show after this.
Facebook.com. Wait a minute. Did you say you have a new Facebook page? Yes. Whoa. Tell us about it. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Look, Rock, you speak over me when we're doing the promo. I realized we were doing it. I really, I actually believe you. Are you saying Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio for everything Lunatic Radio that I want on Facebook? Yeah. Whoa. Updates on shows. Updates on shows. And, and new stuff. And new stuff. And when Rock wants to tell you he's blowing a load, he'll tell you about it on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio? That's right! Wow! Yes! Sign me up today! Whippy! For a limited time only, you can also receive... Uh, jizz in the face? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're f- That's lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes to download the show. And now back to the lunaticradio.com show. We suck. Yeah. What up, Chevelle? Here, Rock, LunaticRadio.com show, New York. That's where broadcast I'm from. John from Naked Jedi. Open phone lines to talk to Kid Rock. Open phone lines to talk to Kid Rock. That's right. Get it? I mean, this, is, this can't be easier. We can actually even say we have John from Naked Jedi, Brett Michaels, and Kid Rock in studio. <laughs> Billy the Exterminator, too. Uh, Sean from Key Largo, Rock, stop letting Kieran pick the break music, and I just responded with, go have a mic hug. Yeah. Word up. I love the Chevelle, everybody. Welcome back to the LunaticRadio.com Thanks. show. It's great to be back. Now, there's a listener in the chat room who thinks... There's a couple listeners in the chat room, actually. Who, who think there's a certain somebody in the room here. No. You're going to know. No, okay. I'll explain it to you. Okay, you explain. Kid Rock is in the studio, and it's an open phone line to talk to him. So right. if you want to call in now, feel free he just, to talk to Kid Rock. He just had an album out, Yeah, uh, Kid Rock, and... Uh, Here we go. Here's, here's, one, here's our first caller. Caller, your question for Kid Rock. What's up? Um, so when are you turning to Australia? Uh, well, welcome to the show from Australia. You got a question for the world-famous world Kid Rock, the uh, the cowboy. She's all freaking out. She's like, she's like, uh, you're totally excited to be talking to Kid Rock now, aren't you? Yeah, he's like my favorite solo singer ever. Really? What do you like about Kid Rock? Would you like to have sex with Kid Rock? Hey. Oi, maybe, but isn't he married to Pamela Anderson? Are you still married to Pamela Anderson? Yeah, but we uh, trade off every now and then. You can come join me and Pamela if you would like. Deal. Sorry, say again. I said okay, deal. Oh, very good. She's in. Oh, she's freaking out. She's utterly freaking out being able to talk to Kid Rock right now. Allison, what is your uh, favorite Kid Rock song? Maybe we can get it up and maybe rock Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Be all summer long. All summer long. Oh, all summer May- long. Maybe uh, Rock, bring up all summer long. Oh, hold on. And maybe maybe Kid Rock can. Uh, it's confusing. All these maybe rocks maybe in Kid here. Rock can can sing along to it and, and explain the meaning behind yes. all summer long. Sure. What is what does that song mean to you, Allison? 
Hello, Allison. Allison, did she just die? Did you just get eat by a wombat? Internet connection problem. Oh, that's that uh, that Australian internet connection. Yeah, yeah. It's she, always, she's probably gonna. She's, well, Australia's one of those countries that only has one internet connection. Don't they have like serial killers over there? <laughs> well, we were gonna play all summer long. For, I'm getting it right. Maybe she'll call back. All right, maybe she'll call back. We're, oh wait, 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 wait. Let's see. All right, she, she just lost her connection. Hold on. Right. She's, get out. Back on a horn. Uh, all summer long by Kid Rock. Tell us she's got to get off her computer. <laughs> Apparently, Kid Rock's in the studio. <laughs> You know, you can't go with anything. I am. I am. You stink. Let's hear that song all oh, summer Let me turn my long. mic down for one second. By this point, Rock, I don't think she cares. She's so far into thinking it's him. We got to get her back on. Yeah, we got uh, Allison back on. Kid Rock in studio. Uh, the latest album, Kid. Explain. Well, uh, you know, I had to dig really deep uh, to get the inspiration the for this album. The person whom you're trying to reach uh, is currently unavailable. Uh, Please cool. leave a message after the beep. Well, that usually to- goes through my head, that sound. <laughs> 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 I'm very unavailable. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of wild times on the road, I, I believe, Kid Rock, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely hold stock in condoms. Stock in condoms, right? You know, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of girls during the old days. Uh, sure, yeah. When you're... you're, you're you're torn around with guys like from Creed and, and uh, those Sugar guys. They Ray. don't have a party, man. They don't have a party nah, like Kid nah, Rock. Nah, not like Kid Rock. Kid no, Rock party. There she is. Here she is. Shit, I'm partying now. Allison from Australia. Kid Rock on the line. Yeah, uh, so, so Kid Rock's here. Uh, your favorite song was uh, All Summer Long. What does that song mean to you, Allison, as a fan of Kid Rock? All Summer Long. Oh, it means a lot to me. Because, like, literally, it's my favorite. It's your favorite song? It's her favorite song, Bad Connection. Literally. Yeah. Oh, God. This fucking- Promoted and listened to it all the time in Australia. She listens to it all the time in Australia. Kid Rock, um, that song, when you were writing it, uh, were you thinking of, uh, you know, girls like Allison? I was actually uh, sitting on my toilet bowl at the time. Really? Yeah. It was one of those kind of situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're stay- taking a stinking yeah, yeah. shit. I was taking a shit, yeah. You're taking a shit and you're thinking, you know Yo, what? Rock stars shit too, you know. They do. Oh, I really? Yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. But I could pay for people to wipe my ass. It's fun. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. You like- Would you like to be a- my ass wiper? <laughs> Allison? <laughs> I'm not saying. I know. Really? Kid really? Rock? Come on now. All right. I'm just kidding, Allison. Allison, for tickets to Kid Rock's oh, next... Oh, the 10th caller? Oh, wait. We're not doing that. <laughs> tickets to Kid Rock's next tour. Would you... Okay, deal. I'll make him come to Australia then. You gonna? You want me to come to Australia? Yeah. So I can see you live. You're a big fan, huh? Oh, you telling me. I like requests your songs all the time on... For radio stations, and I even work on one. Do you have an iPod? Yeah, I have an iPod. Am I, like, all over your iPod? Yeah. Really? Do you have it on vibrate? <laughs> I think Kid Rock and wants to get into... I'm getting an iPod 4 today, and I'm going to put all summer one as his ringtone. That's fantastic. Oh, look oh. at that. That's a fan. That's Kid, great. Kid Rock wants to go down under, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're a pretty Sheila. You're a Sheila? Yeah. <laughs> You're fantastic. Hey, let me ask you a question. Uh, Paul Hogan, is he like the biggest hero in uh, Australia? Yeah, he is one of the biggest heroes out here, down I, under. I heard he's hung like a horse. 
Yeah. How do you know that? I would know because I'm an Australian chick. So you know, whoa, what are you doing with your tongue out like that? Do you say that every time? Do you, every time you say you're an Australian chick, do you stick your tongue out? Maybe. Really? Look at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's great. Smoking bong. Fantastic. So what are you doing today, uh, Allison? Oh, I'm going tenpin bowling later with my friends. What about you, Kid Rock? Kid Rock, by the way, has uh, an album out yeah. that no one has ever heard. Yeah, I know. Um, no, no one's ever heard this. Like, you've never heard this. And I, I believe that if we played maybe a song or two, maybe one called Finger Dance, you might really oh, like it. Oh, right. You might like it. You want to hear, like, it's a, it's one of his, uh, like, secret songs that he's, he's yeah, done on it's his like, own. Because we're friends with Kid Rock. We, we know him. We get along. I'm friends with We text all the time. Uh, and he has. What's he, his cell phone? What's his what's cell, my cell phone? <laughs> no, we can't give out his cell phone number. Oh come on! What? Are you kidding me? This is this is Kid Rock. We can't just give out. <laughs> hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm calling you up. You know McFly? You heard of McFly? Oh, we're gonna play. Hold on, Allison from Australia. We're gonna play the uh, for you a, a an unreleased Kid Rock song called Finger Dance. Uh, and we want to get we want to get your, your your thoughts on it, and maybe um, you know you'll have some insight to you know where kids going with his career because he really wants to release this. He went and did the whole rap rock thing, and then he went to country, and now he's just going off the wall with his new stuff, yeah. right, kid? That's it. He's going crazy. Balls to the wall, baby. in Australia. Well, uh, I want to get your opinion All on right. this song. So we're going to play it right now. Gonna, here's the new song. This is a new yeah. song unreleased by Kid Rock called Finger Dance. Go ahead, Rock. Here we go. I can't hear it. Still out dance. What? Hold on. Oh, we're getting it. <laughs> And there's a taste of finger dance, the latest by Kid Rock. Your thoughts, Allison, Super Kid Rock fan in Australia? Oh, I love it. Oh, that is going to be nice. a massive hit in Australia. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Look at this. Kid Rock with wow. his new little secret album, little little thing he's working on in his basement, you know, recording studio. Yeah. And Allison in Australia had had the luxury, the exclusive release. She was part of this. The only fan in in, in, the, in the fandom of Kid Rock that's ever heard that song other than, you know, myself, Kieran, and Rocket here. All right. Okay, yeah, and Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so you loved it. You would, uh, you like the finger dance song by Kid Rock. 
Oh, best son ever. Wow. Wow, that's very, very, uh, that's, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. You're pissed. <laughs> you know, the thing... Uh, no, you're okay. You know, Thank you. Kid really wants to... Kid Rock, I'm speaking for. And you're, I, he's right here. He can speak for himself. But, I, you know, he likes me to put uh, words into his mouth. Uh, <laughs> While I drink. And dicks. He really, what? Oh, oh what? With, with the finger dance song, he really just wants to get right in touch with this female base. Right. His listeners. And he wants to tell them what to do. So the finger dance song is... Very appropriate, right? He wants you to finger dance. What do you think? Is that the is that the correct direction? Kid Rock should be going in. Yeah, I guess it is. That's the correct direction he's going in. <laughs> nice, very nice. Oh boy, I love it. Do you realize? Do you realize <laughs> that uh, this is an oper- This is this is a you know a chance of a lifetime for you, uh, yeah. Allison, being a Kid Rock fan. Yeah, it is. Just getting to tour to Australia, that would be more of a lifetime. Are you going to tell your fans you talk to Kid Rock directly? Oh, yeah. Maybe I should post it on my Facebook. Yeah, you should. should. Imagine it was on Lunatic Radio, please. L-U-N-A-T-I-C-R-A-D-I-O. LunaticRadio.com. I think she knows. She is on it. That's what you guys on Stickiness and Skype, so that means I can call you guys up whenever I want. Sure Uh, can. Right. I guess. You know, you know, uh, Kid Rock does the MySpace and Facebooks too. He loves uh, he loves that stuff. Yeah. Maybe you guys can be friends. Why would you accept me if I had him? Sure, but I have an alias. I don't use my real name. So what's your real name then? Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. He's he's real clever. It's K I D D. Right. Yeah. So look me Oral up. And I'll, I'll friend you. I'll look for it. Facebook after this. And I'll poke you. Deal. I'll poke you back. <laughs> oh, I see a little, little innuendos there. Yeah, yeah. So you literally, just because you're a fan of Kid Rock, probably have sex with Kid Rock. Yeah. Oh, all right. I like your accent. <laughs> what would you do? Oh, no. I like your accent. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, uh, that, uh, Staten Island slash, uh... Shockies. Yeah, Detroit. It's my shonky language. Detroit, right? Yeah, Detroit. That's You're it. Detroit. Detroit, yeah. Detroit Rock City, baby. Oh, good. Are oh, you making her all getting her all? She's all blushing and stuff because she's getting to talk to Kid Rock. Definitely tell all your friends you talk to Kid Rock on <laughs> Lunatic Radio. He's my ever. I need to tour to Australia. He'll be there. He's, he's coming. He's, he's, yeah, he's Allison. Are you high? Can't wait to go to Australia. Are you high right now? No, no, I'm just really excited because, like, as I said, you are the best person ever, oh. best solo singer ever. Aw, that's sweet. What are some of your other uh, hits that you love, Kid Rock? You said all summer long. That you got to you gotta be – how big of a fan are you? That's what we're trying to judge here. <laughs> to tell the truth, I've only heard all summer long, but I'm loving the voice and I love that new song. So that new song, Finger, Finger Dance. Dance song, that has to be up there. That's yes. great. That is great. <laughs> That is awesome. Uh, this is so I'm actually performing uh, December 22nd in Manhattan, New York City. Oh. You should come down if you ever get to New York. Oh, deal. You pay for the plane tickets and everything, and I'll be there. Check this out. She's trying to hit me up for a plane ticket. <laughs> Kid Rock's got money, but not that much money. Yeah. <laughs> you can fly with Pam. Maybe mail yourself FedEx. Oh, I get it. 
Ew. Done that joke about a million times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Allison. All right, I think so that's you, enough of Allison. You got your chance. Allison, you're the best. Thank you. you. Speak with Kid Rock. So go no, you're the best. Go, go tell your friends that LunaticRadio.com made your dream come true. Yes. Yes, I will. As long as he tours to Australia next year or later. He is. Yeah, I'll be there next year. No doubt about it. He's working on it now. I can see him texting. I'll see you then. Finger dance. Finger dance. Remember, that's a new Kid Rock song. Put your hand in your pants and do the finger dance. I'll see if the radio station I work at when I'm going there tomorrow. I'll see if they can play it. Right. That would be fantastic. Make sure when the morning show's on, you walk into studio and go, Hey, guys, did you hear the new finger dance song by Kid Rock? Yeah, I will, and I'll be like, Kid Rock's the sexiest sounding guy ever. Oh, ah. it's that Staten I mean, Detroit accent. <laughs> yeah. All right, Allison, Allison. she's awesome. Fun. She's Take hot. Care, Allison. Take care, Allison. Thank you, Allison. You too. Bye. There she goes. There's Allison. <sighs> The things we do on this radio program. <laughs> I tell you, man, you're quick. You're good. <laughs> but she loves your new song. Come on. It's the best Kid Rock song ever. Great. If Finger Dance becomes a hit over in Australia. Yeah, yeah, no. uh, we get 10%. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Kid dude. Rock's going to be going, Hell what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> didn't even write it. Oh, Kid Rock. That's freaking hilarious. Uh. <laughs> So if anyone wants to talk to Brett Michaels, call in. <laughs> yeah, we're do- every rose has its thorn. Yeah, he wrote a new song called Finger Dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical, man. Right? <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, great. She she was she was so excited to talk to Kid Rock. That was happening for a, you know, a while there. You've been, you know, hanging out, you know. Yeah. That's that's great, man. That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it could be a flying wall when she goes into work. Yeah, you gotta play the finger dance. I got I got an exclusive (laughs) for the radio station. Is that British or Australian? Whatever. Play the new Kid Rock song "Finger Dance." Dance. Dance. You you always start with "Strip on on a Barbie" because that's that's kind of "Strip on a Barbie." I'm Australian. Now now I'm Austrian. Fucking asshole, I am. <laughs> yeah, sure, just like Karen, stop it. <laughs> it's cocky uh, with a mix of New Jersey, yep. Karen, do your walking, yes. Basically. Finger dance. <laughs> Here we go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God. Anyone else wants to call in to talk to Kid Rock or uh, Brett Michaels, feel free. The phone lines are open. Bernie Madoff, baby. More like, oh, never mind. Exactly. Hung himself. Her son hung himself. That's a fucking. That's the. That's the way to go. Who found him? Uh, Kid Rock. All thirties, I believe. I bet there's a long line of suspects. No, he did it himself. Well, you, you never the, know, man. The, the legal trouble, man. I, I don't think anybody can. It would be pretty hard if you. I guess you knock somebody out. You can maybe hang them. Yeah, make it look like he did it himself. Yeah. But then again, with the DNA, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know what? It's inevitable. You, sh- you shit on that many people in life. It's going to come around. Yeah. Unbelievable, Bertie Madoff. Son, that's a sad... Yeah, he's probably old. He was, you know, if his dad was such a fucking criminal, he was probably he knew everything but it about was, it. But was, it was all money-based, you know? It's like, uh, I yeah. Guess. Well, so it makes it okay? Well, you're living... No, for, to kill yourself? I don't know. You're, yeah. you're living... I don't think it's to kill yourself. It's, yeah, that's you know, I mean. it's not worth it. Yeah. You're living such a lavish lifestyle... You got a different type of mindset when everything falls under. 
Yeah, uh, you know, it's hard to you're not retreat. As, yeah, I can't imagine you're as strong-willed as people when 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 things come so easily to you throughout your True. life. True. So you know, it makes sense that he hung himself. So what did you what did you think about Greg Maddox? We kind of just you know. We, we I thought Greg him. was great, man. Yeah. I thought it was great. He was very uh, personable. He, you know, he 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 answered the questions. He went along with our stupid jokes, and I thought he was phenomenal. No, it's he nice was guy. awesome. Yeah, that was great. Great you know, to be here for He's that. definitely done with baseball. I mean, he's, he's, you could tell based in the way, like, he was just, you know, he he's helping out with the Cubs, but yeah, he's done. He be with his family. Well, well he did yeah. mention, you know, something along the lines that he said he was interested in seeing what, you know, the man, the other side of baseball is. Yeah. And, and what he's doing now with the Cubs is that he's pretty much helping up the young talent throughout the minor leagues of their system and up to the major leagues, you know, developing young talent as pitchers. Yeah. When do they see their families? When they're yeah, playing. It's very non-stop. difficult. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really he spent 23 years from hotel room to hotel room right. from half the year. Uh, yeah, he, I'm sure he's, he's enjoying this Sunday, he's, you know, watching football. And, in his and house, his hanging out, in his yeah. boxers, drinking a beer with his kids running around. Probably, so I'm sure tomorrow's got a tea time. Yeah. He's enjoying life. Good he's, for him. He does sound like a guy that is, um, yeah, he's done with the traveling. Yeah. Done with the traveling. But he, he's still got that, he's still a baseball player, workaholic type type guy. You never know. You can't just stop those guys. They're going nonstop. That's a different breed of person. Yeah. Hmm. He might jump back into it. And he's smart enough to be a manager. I mean, he's he's smart. But you're back to doing the whole whole grind, you know? Yeah. It's a big. Maybe when his kids get older. Maybe. You know, they're off to college. Yeah. And then 13, you know, so like another, not too long, six, seven years. The house has tumbleweeds going through it and nothing else is going on. It's the same thing with that guy from uh, the the coach for Florida. University just retired. He retired because he wanted to spend time with his family. It's probably the same thing with, uh, you know, along the lines of the same thing. Do you think that guy's done with coaching? No, I think that guy's going to come come back back. and coach, yeah. He's probably going to coach a local team or something like that just to be around it. Yeah, but like you guys said, maybe he wants to see, you know. Close to his family. He wants to be with his kids for those years where they're, you know, doing things in high school. And, you know, after that stuff's done, maybe he'll jump back in. Come back in. He's great. He's definitely going to be Hall of Famer. no question about Oh, absolutely. That. You, you, 355 wins. Uh, yeah. No, you're in. You're in. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Uh, all right. We'll do a break. We'll come back. Uh, more lunaticradio.com radio program right after this. So you've been in, you've been in the game for a long time. Uh, you've seen, the, I guess, the gangster rap come and go. Um, what what do you think of rap now? Uh, where it stands? Well, you know, I always tell my little homies, man, like when they start bitching about how the rap game is right now, I say, you know what? You got to make two types of music. And this is how I feel. I mean, you got some hip-hop purists out there that's like, you know, this, you know, the art, they fucking up the art and all that type of shit. But I feel like this. I feel like you you make, you make some music for yourself and then you make 
then it's a formula if you want to make some money with your music. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the formula changes from time to time. And, and, and you know, hip hop goes in waves. You know, first the East Coast had it, then we had it for a while out here in the West. I'm from Ohio, but I, like I said, I came out here and bumped into Drake. You know, so right at the height of the West Coast, you know, explosion. You know, so the East Coast had it in the beginning, and the West got it for a minute, and now it's the South's turn. That's all it is, man. And people might not like the shit coming out of there, but it's selling records. <laughs> the bottom line is, it's selling records, and, you know, you got to do you, but at the same time, you can't hate on that person for doing them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Personally, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest, it, it, it's not a lot of thought going into the shit that's out right now. <laughs> no, you hit that one on the head. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah. How many songs can I hear about, like, tires? Rims. Yeah. I know, man. And it's like, the thing about it is, you know, uh, uh, I mean, it's not it's not a lot of thought going into it. And I just think at this, we just in a phase right now where it's the dumber the better. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, people don't want to think about the rap right now. They just want something they can repeat over and over while they're trying to get some pussy in the club. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, we're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or oh, the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio is the name of the show. It Twitter. is. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. Are you looking for HD quality, uncensored broadcasts from all genres of news, sports, music, entertainment, and more? Or are you a broadcaster looking for a program to help easily get your live and pre-programmed content out to a wide audience? If you are either an avid listener of internet-based programming or a broadcaster with little or even advanced knowledge, then You Broadcast is for you. You Broadcast has created two revolutionary products for both the listener and broadcaster. First, the You Broadcast Player. The You Broadcast Player for the listener immediately gives access to hundreds of live and pre-programmed shows with easy-to-use functions and interactive features. It also gives access to featured content and coming soon, live concerts, adult-only programming, and premium content channels. And if that's not enough, the U Broadcast Station Manager. The U Broadcast Station Manager is an easy-to-use broadcasting tool that will quickly get your show up and running. Talk live about topics that are important to you that may not get coverage in mainstream media. Conduct interviews and other presentations, debate live callers, and play sound effects and commercials just like professional broadcasters. The best part to getting started is that it's all free. So go to ubroadcast.com and try it yourself. That's www.ubroadcast.com. Now back to the show, lunaticradio.com. Emails to the show, lunaticradio.com. Drunkle hotline, 206 Who's on the line with us, sir? Who's this? Call it, you're on the air. Oh, this is Donnie Tranchina. Donnie Tranchina. About time you called in, Donnie. We've been waiting all day. Hey, Donnie, where you been, Donnie? Hey. Hey. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> How you doing, Donnie? Come on, you- Good, good. How you doing? Are you friends with uh, John? Yes. A.K.A. Kid good Rock? friends with John. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Donnie? Yeah, that's funny. 
What are you What's doing? What's going there? on, Johnny? No, I was telling my friends about, uh, you know, you probably got some strippers hanging out over there, maybe. I don't know. What are you doing? Yeah, usually, you know. It's, I'm watching, actually, it's a mellow night. I'm watching the Jets. How are they doing? The Jet game tonight. Yeah, they're uh, losing. The Jets are losing 10 to 3 against Miami in the fourth quarter. Wow. What the yeah. fuck, Donnie, huh? I love it. It's the Staten Island Hour. I love, I love this, it. Yeah, I love, love this portion of the I show. I love the Staten Island Hour. I love the Staten Island voices we get. <laughs> hey, Donnie, you got any shows coming up? Yeah, you got to all come down. We're having a Christmas show at Sullivan Hall in Manhattan on December 22nd. That's a Wednesday night. Uh, Naked Jedi, Deceiver, Cashmere, Law and Order, the beautiful Christy Kane is then seeing it. It's going to be a great show. Who's Christy Alex Lamar, DJ Alex is DJing it. Jerry Adams, you really can't have much more. It's going to be a great party. Also, there's a band called Anti-Life. They're playing, too. They're a friend of mine. Wow, they sound chipper. They're good, man. <laughs> is oh, this Christy Kane? That's, yeah, it's Christy Kane. We pulled her up. We Googled her. Uh, Christy Kane? What, you Googled her and got her to come to the event? <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's terrible. Hey, Donnie, you know this Christy Kane? How do you know this Christy Kane? I know her a long time. Yeah, yeah, Donnie yeah, knows her yeah, a long yeah. time. Long time. Hey, fuck it, I know her. Yeah, shut yeah, up. Yeah. Shut up, uh, faggot. <laughs> so are you guys coming? Are you guys coming to the show on the 22nd or what? Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, we'll be there. I got a goal. Oh, shit. All right, guys. Well, let me let you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. Donnie, Donnie, just take care of that thing for me, all right? Yeah, you know that thing we talked about? You know the yeah. thing. Just take care of that for us, all right? Yeah. That thing. You got it. You know what you did. You know what to do. Thanks, Donnie. All right, Donnie. man. I'll talk to you later. Great show, man. All, all right, right Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> take care of that thing. You know what's scary is probably he's thinking it's a like, thing. Yeah, he's, take care yeah. of. he's like, I didn't realize those guys were in on it. Yeah, they well, know about that. Yeah. Is remind that that me, thing or the other thing? Remind me to whack them. <laughs> be eight people Don, dead. Donnie. Donnie. We need a Donnie for the show. Uh, dude, I didn't know Christy Kane spoke. She's going to MC the show. By the way. It's uh, a hell of a show, dude. This really? is yeah, huge. Yeah, Lauren Oda's. Awesome, bro. Yeah, yeah. Great show. Great TV show. Bring yeah. up some Law & Order. You're a jackass. Um, redo the plug because I don't, John, I don't think he gave oh, the wait, bait. Oh, wait. get another call. Hold All on. Right. Caller, you're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Caller, you're on the air. Going no. once, hey. twice, three times. Hey. Sold. A fuckball. Um, Fucking pocket call on the radio show. Did we do the plug? Uh, it's uh, December 22nd in Manhattan, Sullivan Street, Sullivan Hall. Here we go. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, it's a Why 404. That's from Atlanta. Who? That's from Atlanta. Caller, you're up? on the air. Don't hang up. No, they hung up. They hung up. People don't know how to use their phones. Yeah. Redo the plug again. I'm sorry. December 22nd, Sullivan Hall. Jerry Adams is uh, the promoter. Uh, Donnie Tarantino is also promoting. Is there a name for the show? It's just a Christmas party, man. Christmas That's party? it. It's a Christmas show with Lauren Oda, Cashmere, Anti-Life, Naked Jedi, Deceiver. Uh, it's going to be cool, man. Hard rocking music. Hard rocking mu- music. A lot Great of fun, stuff, though. Man. Great stuff, man. I don't, if you guys never heard of uh, you know any music from Lauren Oda, man, they were like one of the top bands. They were one of the bands that really you know inspired me to be me. Yeah. Which is Kid Rock. Yeah, Kid Rock. Right, by the way, people are calling you Greg Maddox as well. 
So now she's going <laughs> to get out of ridiculous. Here's here. here let's see what here. His plague of ignorance from Lord and Order. Wow. These guys will be playing Sullivan Hall. Fast forward a little bit. Do one. Do do top one. Oh. What are you saying? By the way, the ultimate insult to a song. Let me just fast forward a little bit. They're kind of tame there, John. We don't see God put on, man. All right, we don't. All right, right, we'll get some good Law and Order playing. Here. Let's see what we got here. This this MTV MTV video. Oh yes. Caller, caller, you're on the air. Hello, caller. You're off the fat asses. Fat asses? Hello, caller. That's all he got. That's it? I love those calls where you just kind of call up and you, you hang up. You guys are bad asses. They called us bad asses? I don't know. I think two and Bad asses or fat asses? Am I fat? I don't know. Are you fat, I feel fat. I feel fat. Cameron probably has 15 pounds. It is Sunday. Yeah. Sunday's uh-huh. just a fat day. I'm not fat anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Law and order, though, playing. That's good. That's yeah. good stuff, man. Yeah, Pantomimes of Liars. You want to get into that discussion? All right. Okay. Yeah, we might as well. <laughs> From the great uh, movie uh, True Romance, there's a line in there where Christopher Walken, who plays the hitman for the mob, yeah. uh, describes there's 17 pantomimes of liars. All right, hold on. We got another call. Caller, you're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. Awesome. Is, uh, is Johnny Collins? Is that Johnny Collins? Yeah, this is Johnny Collins. Who's this? What's uh It's Christine. Christine. Who's Christine? Yeah, Christine. I wanted to to call in and see your, how your show was going. Well, cool, Christine. <laughs> Woo! Well, you, how do you know John? Yeah, really. I went to some of his shows. The, oh, the, the Naked Jedi. Oh, here's somebody's been to some of your shows and doing a very poor impression of a Staten Islander. Uh, well, it's a good shot, though. I like it. Who is this? Sounds really British. Big, big, big fan. Just wanted to call and say hi. Oh, wait a second. I know who this is. <laughs> who is this? So I was calling to get some advice. Do you got some love advice? Okay, go ahead. Shoot. Christine from somewhere. Go ahead. It's. Uh, I need some advice from the big JC. Go ahead. Uh, ask your question, caller. Christine. All right. So uh, there's this guy. He's really cool. I like him and all. But uh, I'm getting these vibes he doesn't like me because he sends he sends text messages like pictures you know of like poo. Brett Far- uh, I don't know I don't uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> that means love. <laughs> it's, this I'm, person definitely yeah, knows. Person. I mean I, I don't know uh, where I'm from. It's not you know it's kind of rude. But well, uh, you know what it is that funny. that person is probably just trying to show his inner beauty to you, wow. his inner love. <laughs> He's well, really getting deep. Well, they don't call it the dirty south for nothing. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is Sophia. Madeline put me up to it. Hello yeah. from Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, we knew it was you. I could tell by the ear code. Sophia's the girl with the big cans in the picture I showed you. The oh, one. those things are gigantic. Sweet. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's like you got the Pontiac Superdome and... <laughs> 
That's awesome. <clears throat> so oh what, what are you guys God. doing? You guys yeah, comparing? We, uh, you guys we had to call you and, and ask a little love advice. So. You comparing poo or something like that? The Minnesota Vikings could have used one of your tits today. <laughs> oh, are you being mean? No, those are big. They're great. Awesome. Sturdy. Thank you. I'm flattered. Thank you. You're welcome. I never. So how, did, how, does, how does she know you? I slice her throat in a movie. Oh, oh like movie. a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dear God, yeah. the movie. Dear God knows the movie. It's uh, it's should be coming out in springtime. The rap party, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make. I wish I could. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. tell us about the movie. We 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 heard I this didn't. a couple months ago that you were going off to Georgia to make a movie, an independent film, horror film about bikers, right? Yeah. Uh, and I it's believe awesome. Christine was in the movie as well. Oh, her name's Sophia. Sophia, she, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sophia was in the movie. Yeah, she was in the movie. <laughs> Sophia, what'd you play in the movie? Well, um, without a mask, I played a girl in a in a bar fight scene. But with a mask, I was uh, I don't know. John was a, a top topless stripper slash. Uh, she was like a, a secretary. I don't know. A I was, uh, machine gun. I had a mask and a M1A1, and I was topless. And Johnny just cuts my throat and takes my gun. Yeah, pretty much. I throw it to the floor. No, awesome. no, no sex scenes. So not from not with me and her. No, uh, no there's a lot of sex scenes. Unfortunately, there's a lot of rape. There's a lot of blood. There's uh. a lot of guts. There's uh, a lot of motorcycle. I think stuff. there's a female on female rape scene, isn't there? Yeah, it's a mom and daughter. I think. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild. Stuff. Family film. I like it. It's a family film. Yeah, Christmas film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good, man. It's uh, it's. So you, they so, cross lines. So how do you feel about being naked in the film there, uh, Sophia? Um, I was nervous at first, but um, I, I realized that I, I had the best tits out of all the girls, so I actually kind of liked it. Wow. Because you had right. better tits, you were, you were good <laughs> with being naked. I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. I was confident. I was feeling good. So, uh, yeah, had a nice big gun in my hands. I was feeling pretty tough. Or it was like a real gun. Kieran. Was it a real mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a real gun. Yeah, real guns. Real guns? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cool. You independence. You I didn't get around. to shoot it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I did. My ears are still freaking ringing. By the way, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a summer blockbuster prediction from the chat right, room. Man, I hope so, man. That's, uh, we put a lot of work into it. 20-hour yep. days, easy. 20-hour days. Yep. Jimmy mm-hmm. Bickert, Shane Morton, that camera crew, sound crew, everybody was tremendous. They were. How long does the picture run? I'm thinking it's going about an hour and 20 minutes. Hour and 20 minutes. At what point do we see Sophia's cans? Um, <laughs> I think her tits are through the whole movie. You know, yes. it, after you see it once, it yeah, it's, it's just, all you see. It's just it's it. in every now and then. There's just it. like a screenshot of my tits and then the movie Subliminal keeps going message. on. So. Did you have sex? <laughs> did, did Sophia have sex scenes in the movie? Um, no, she didn't. No, I didn't. Not in this one. Oh. I, uh, I, I asked to change the script so that John and I could have like a good little steamy scene, but uh, it was already worked out. Look at you. Look at that. You How many women. films have you done there, Chris, <laughs> uh, Sophia? Um, not a lot. I've been in an extra in a, a couple stuff, a couple things, and um, porn, right? I've done I've done uh, two seasons for a sci-fi show. Um, it's a web series, but nothing nothing crazy. That's awesome, But uh, this is definitely the first um, revealing film I've ever done. <laughs> I, I see. I see. All right. Well, there good you stuff. Go. Well, we look forward to seeing the film. Thanks. Thank you, Sophia, for calling into the radio program. <laughs> sure thing. You guys have a good night. Thanks, right, Sophia. There, there she goes. <laughs> a girl who showed cans on film.
Right there on the, uh, yep. on, the on the web there, Rock. It happens. It does. Apparently. A lot. Apparently on the yeah. internet, sometimes those things happen. She's going to have a reality show next week. Yeah. It fucking happens a lot. <laughs> she got great cans of what? Yeah. How did it look in person? Excellent. She yeah. was being very flirtatious with she you. She's very she flirtatious. Little, she wants she a little, wants a little uh, piece kid, of the... Uh, kid yeah. cock. I get it. Kid cock. <laughs> she really does. What do you think about that? She's uh, she's pretty awesome. You got a lot of broads going on. Yeah. You're juggling a lot of broads, I think. Nah, I'm a pretty busy guy. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, laying low. You get yourself into a lot of girl trouble, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when when a girl calls him and says, hi, John, you're like, who are you? <laughs> you know, you know, that Rolodex is a little bit too thick. Yeah, uh, you can see the Rolodex just flipping, in, you know, in his head. I'm glad I let it go. I thought it was somebody else. Oh, jeez. If I would have said the wrong name. Well, she put on a fake voice for some reason. Ah, uh, she just... They're making fun of me the whole time down there with my accent. How long uh, were you down there? For, the shoot for almost three weeks. Wow. Yeah, it was great, man. One of, Probably one of the best things I was ever part I'm of. I'm excited to see this. I am too. It's going to be cool. You play uh, a biker who uh, kills shit. Yeah, I'm one of the psycho bikers. And psycho Shane, biker. Shane's my brother in it, and we're just out of freaking control, and we're just raping and killing and you name it. It's just nuts. There's people going to walk out of this movie probably in the first few well, segments. Well, that's not a good thing to well, say. <laughs> no, because it's going to be really... I mean, if you like horror, yeah. this is the movie to see, man. This is going to be cool. There was some really good gags on this, man. It was great stuff. Well, NC-17 probably? Uh, we definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you taking a dump in it? Uh, no. Uh, are, actually, you, are you at least texting dump pictures? Yes, to everybody on the crew. Yep. Yes, I was. John is famous for sending shit pictures to everybody. I used yeah. to get them. Thank God I don't anymore. Don't start sending. <laughs> yeah. Make you puke. I said it to her. That was. I didn't even was... meet her yet. I knew she was coming the next day to film, and I was like, "What's a number?" And I just sent her a picture of my dump. <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't pick and choose. You send everybody. Everyone. I don't equal. care, man. How many people you honestly? How many people you think have seen your shit at oh, one point God. or another? Hundreds. Hundreds, Hundreds man. Definitely hundreds. Hundreds of people have seen his shit. There's going to be a profile pic on Facebook real soon because I've been challenged. Do it. You know, you have the balls. I'm going to do it. I'm going to send it. Like, But it's got to be really gross. Mm. I want like a tri-colored crap, like a fucking overdose from Metamucil and just it coming out from like my inner gut. It's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> I'm gonna do it in 3D. Yes, <laughs> yeah. 3D, 3D shits on your uh, uh, on the way there. Do you want to do the pantomimes of lines? I know we're yeah, still really, trying to get on. to this already. So uh, yeah, so you're signing up again, Christopher Walken, True Romance, True Romance. He has a line in there. There's 17 pantomimes of liars. I've studied these pantomimes and I know them like the back of my hand. So in the, in the scene, he's like telling uh, Dennis Hopper's character who plays. Uh, the other, Christian Slater's father, you know, he, he's asking where Christian Slater is, and you know, dad doesn't want to give him up. So, right. Christopher Walken's explaining, "Don't lie to me, because I'll know, because I know the pantomimes of liars. Seventeen of them. Seventeen for male. There's twenty or something for female. So, Rock, go ahead and read off what the pantomimes of liars. Are. Number one. Number one. Go ahead. Physical expression will be limited and stiff. With- limited and stiff. That's what I like." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I bet you do. With a few arm hand, and hand movements. Hand, arm, and leg movements are toward their own body as the liar tries to take up less space. Mm. So if I'm like huddled up and sh- jacking, does that mean I'm lying? It might. And I'm telling a story? You're stiff and, you know, limited movement. Stiff yeah. and limited. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm, all right. So are you describing somebody jerking off right now in a closed, Essentially, confined yeah. space? No, you're describing you. <laughs> you're jerking off your lying. <laughs> Uh, two, a person who is lying to you will avoid making eye contact. Uh, that makes sense. Sure. Um, what if you're Stuart Scott? <laughs> He's got a problem with the eyes. What if she has big tits? I never seen I, eyes. I, I would think if a person with a lazy eye is just an absolute liar. <laughs> right? Can't believe anything. Never trust anybody with a lazy eye. <laughs> He's the most untrusted man in America, Stuart Scott. Three, hands touching their face, throat, and mouth. Mm. Touching or scratching the nose or behind the ear. Not likely to touch his... Chest, heart with an open hand. Not likely it touches uh, his chest or heart with an open hand. Complete opposite. Timing uh, four. Timing is off between emotions, gestures, expressions, and words. Example: Someone says, "I love it" when receiving a gift, and then smiles after making that gesture expression. So, like, you would give me a gift, and I go, "I love it," and smile. Right. That means I'm lying. Yeah, you lying that piece of shit. It's not like shit. true that you're, yeah, you're emotional. Yeah, it's not like you don't. But who really fucking likes gifts? You know, yeah, unless it's like you know, pussy in a box. Is that the same thing? <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Expressions are limited to mouth movements when someone is faking emotions, like happy, surprise, sad, or instead of the whole face. For example, when someone smiles naturally, their whole face is involved. Mm. Jaw, cheek movement, eyes and forehead pushed down, etc. Mm. And so if you're smiling. Yeah, like, uh, like yeah, if you look weird, if you're making a weird face, yeah. yeah. Seven, a guilty person gets defensive. An innocent person will go on the offensive. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I beg the devil. I don't. I don't believe that. Shit. What a, a guilty person gets defensive? Sure, they do. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, because they're trying to deflect the to the the point. They, I mean, you'd say somebody's lying about something. But innocent, no, I fucking didn't. But an innocent person too, also. No, because, an innocent person, I believe, would you know go above and beyond explaining why. Try, yeah. You know they're innocent. I would. Like you want to fucking yeah. If, if if somebody thinks I'm lying, it, like in, in my I I always go like I give them eighty reasons why I'm not. But that's being defensive. Exactly. No, it's not being defensive. It's on the offensive. But you're explaining your reasons. No, defensive is deflecting from the subject. Like, like if somebody thinks I'm lying about something, it's like, oh, no fucking, no way. Why would I fucking do that? That's that's lying. That's deflecting. That's being defensive. Great, Karen. Tell if it at somebody, a party. Somebody says, uh, you know, you're lying. I'll, you know, think of whatever the situation is and, and explain why I'm not. What does it in mean when you move voice? your hands like that? Is that uh, in there? Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. With yeah. That. I, don't I don't know. Let's get to it. Let's go. Go. More We're gonna get there. Uh, eight, a liar is uncomfortable facing his question accuser and may turn his head or body away. Rock's got a big cock. <laughs> totally looking the other way. Oh, I see. That's why I didn't hear you. Yeah. Uh, a liar might unconsciously place objects, book, coffee, cup, etc., between themselves and you. <laughs> I'm putting all my stuff in between. Go ahead. Uh, a liar will use your words to make answer a question 
when asked. Did you eat the last cookie? The liar answers, no, I did not eat the last cookie. What? That's interesting. That's not true. No, how do you know? These aren't all... Fa- these aren't all... Because these are all explaining not proven. you, aren't they? What? These are all just dissecting you right in half. Yes, exactly. That's it. <laughs> exactly. And I don't lie. This is how I am. I'm a very defensive person. That's what it is. Uh, he's even defending as he's reading right, the Right, exactly. Well, the more reason that shows you that that's just the way. He's a Met fan. He's right. <laughs> yeah. I've led a life of having to be defensive <laughs> by being a Met and Islander fan. Yeah. That's it. Go ahead. It's been a hard life for me. Uh, liars sometimes avoid quote-unquote lying by not making direct statements. They imply answers instead of denying something directly. Mm. Thir- wow, there's a lot of ways you could be lying. Yeah, it's fucking complicated. Basically, you just have to answer yes and no to everything, and then you're fine. Well, you read this shit, and you're, you get all confused. But, but honestly, if you know somebody, you know when somebody's lying to you, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, and people, there are only like a few people, a handful of people out there that could actually get away with a lie, and, and it seem completely reasonable, like you're not lying. Why bother? Yeah, lying's stupid. I can't keep track. Lying's dumb. It is dumb. It is dumb. And if you get labeled a liar... You're always a liar. Yeah, no matter if you're telling the truth. Absolutely, absolutely. Go ahead, Rock. Uh, the guilty person may speak more than uh, may speak more than natural, adding unnecessary details to convince you they are not comfortable with silence or pauses in the conversation. Um, okay, it's kind of like us. You just don't want to have that air. Why well, keep on talking? Yeah, about yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're hoping you carry us. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to do anything wrong. Yeah, you are. You're lying. See, I was being defensive. Right, you're lying about the pantomimes. I'm lying. Right. Go ahead. Uh, 14. A liar may leave out pronouns and speak in a monotonous tone. When a truthful statement is made, the pronoun is emphasized as much or more than the rest of the words in the statement. Now you're talking science. I don't know what the hell you're talking (laughs) 15. Words may be garbled and spoken softly, and syntax and and grammar may be off. In other words... No one's lying with a cock in their mouth. (laughs) I was going there. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, There's no cock in the So those are the 15. Mm. You know. There's 17. These you are not the too, exact ones, but they are ways to tell. Uh, in parentheses, when the balls are on the chin. <laughs> right. I'm not thinking of cock. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? I respect your wants to know. Well, it's just, it was interesting, I thought. You know, I saw it in a movie. I was like, well, I wonder what those are. Right. So I looked it up one time and I wrote it down in my notes and I never got to it. So I just got to it now. It's fine. That's fine by me. Cyberspecter apparently has a problem with what us talking. What do you talking think? I'm fucking lying now? Apparently. Was Cyberspecter's name called? Lying? Yeah. Oh, so you're getting defensive. Yeah, I am. And you're looking away. I'm looking away. Because I'm looking at the screen to see oh. what the fuck he's saying. Asshole. I think I'm lying. I'm trying to entertain you motherfuckers. It's not dead air, see? You're just trying to fill words. Yeah, I'm lying. All the time. Been lying about everything. Ten years. Boom. Done. Gone. Lying to yourself? Yeah. I'm the best at hand in the world. I am. Nice. <laughs> a rock's couch. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to help out the dead space. <laughs> Fuck the dead space. It's what it is. It's dead space. Uh, yeah. That's what's between show. his ears. I think, show. I think the greatest thing that has ever happened to uh, today was, was the Minnesota Vikings stadium collapsing. That is the greatest thing ever. I don't think so. Not as a Giants fan because it's all screwed up. They were in Kansas City for the extra day. Now they have to travel to Detroit. Yeah, but now those guys that are injured on the Giants... Who, have uh, a day more to recoup? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they don't have to play an away game in you know the home team stadium. Let me ask you a question. Well, you're fucking Detroit. Who goes to Detroit? Nobody. Miami. They came up a day early to go see plays. Did they? Yeah. Fuck it. They had an outing. 
Really? They, I swear a to God. A football team. A football team came Can't up to see Broadway, Broadway play or some shit like that and then and then play. What, like Spider-Man? I, I don't know what the heck they saw. Spidey Bulls? It, it was on the news yesterday. Really? Yeah. That's retarded. Never heard of anything like that. What kind of a only a fucking football team that plays in Florida would go see a ballet? But also, I heard and there was a little uh, little drama with that that the Giants were going to let the Dolphins use their facility to practice. Yeah, there was instead of go find their own. Did that actually happen? I don't know. But that was an interesting little thing. Yeah, sports talk today. Really? Yeah. And there's a problem with that, though. There's no, well, it's no. like a different professional football team. It's like uh, you know, it's a little, it's a little like you know, shot at the Jets. You know, uh, like oh, you're helping out or yeah, you know, instead of them finding their own way, they gave them a nice facility instead of some fucking. Well, apparently, public. the ballet thing's working out pretty well because they're winning, they're winning. In the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. As of now, Jets suck. Yeah, they do. They're falling apart quickly. Well, they're nine and three. The dirty Sanchez. He played horrible against the freaking Patriots. I watched that game. Ah, uh, you know what, man? Brady was great. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. They ripped him apart. Yeah. Sports talk. Sports talk. Taking a 2020 flash. We got the drunk calls and stuff to do. We'll stick around, people. We'll back right after this. <laughs> hey, Lunatic Radio. Happy holidays from your little friend, Heidi. Uh, this year, I think uh, I'm going to get Rock a Swiffer Duster to keep his apartment nice and neat. Kieran, uh, I guess, some Vaseline cream for the jail session. And you guys can get me uh, cock in the ass, okay? Have a Merry Christmas. Love you guys. You're listening to LunaticRadio.com. How old of a gal are you there, Kayla? 17. What's happening? Just go in the back room for a second, Rocky. I'll be right back. <laughs> Kieran is a homo. That sucks. I did it on a double date once. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a joke coming. No, it's for real. I was driving. I had my hand on the seat. I just met this girl. I actually dated her for a long time after that, but I got to a gas station. I was using my socks, mm-hmm. you know, to clean my ass up because there was oh. nothing in the gas station. It was terrible. Have you ever been banging a chick and had to take <laughs> No. I can't get hard when I got a shit. That's, that's fucked up. That's <laughs> how so you want to get there. That's <laughs> my problem. I can. That's why he doesn't jerk off in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Like, my, my body's like, oh, no, I got a shit. I can't do anything else. I got to get out of me. Once I shit, I just, you know, it's fine. I've been thrusting away at, at times, and, uh, and, and and the other end of me is going, wants to get out. <laughs> I got things to do, buddy. All right. My ass is going, I'm going to drop it right here. Yo, I can't hold this I shit. I don't care what you're doing right now. You, one time I was doing this girl, man. She takes me home. An older girl. So she was, she was pretty hot, you know. So I'm thinking, like, I got to fucking last long. You know, so I'm thinking of ways to, like, just baseball, cash for everything. Everything under the sun. I'm going to town. I'll get a cramp in my leg. I was like, oh, this is great. This buys me like five more minutes. Yeah. I get a cramp in my other leg. So I'm like flapping on this chick like a fucking dead fish. <laughs> my arm is hurting. I'm really putting too much weight on her. So she kicks me over. Uh-huh. And then, you know, she, she embarrasses me. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is embarrassing. But I still got a heart on. I can do it. I figure maybe she get on top. No, she rubs me. She really puts me down like in a nice way. It happens, she says. I'm saying, oh, God, I'm laying there. She's rubbing my chest. I got my freaking leg straight. My toes Bread for cramps, you know, and then she's going down on me nice, she's kissing my belly, she goes down, she's got she's got my cock in the leg. Exactly. And 
and all of a sudden she's like being really sexy. And I'm just laying. There's nothing I could do. I feel like a freaking you know like a, a paralyzed person. I'm in a coma and whatever. She puts my left nut in her mouth. My whole body just like dropped, like relaxed. Next thing you know. <laughs> I farted right on her chin. My whole body relaxed. Right on her chin. Her eyes opened up like 777 in the jackpot machine. I jumped up, ran to the bathroom like a girl who got a first period. It was so embarrassing, bro. It was embarrassing. I was in there holding my ass like, oh, my God. And see, now she's outside the bathroom. It's, it happens. It's okay. I'm like, what's wrong with this girl, man? Nice. And the big part was I had to stay there and have her drive me home the next day. No! Yeah, it was embarrassing. Oh, awkward. Dude, weeks later, I'm on friggin' Highland Boulevard in Staten Island, and there's a whole bunch of girls going into a club. And I'm looking over, I'm at the red light, I'm checking them out. Look at that. And out of the group, one goes, they farted on me. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't win. Oh, bro. that's awful. I can't win. You can now hear the LunaticRadio.com show on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile application. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory wasted. Available on your iPhone, your Palm Free, Android phones, and BlackBerry. Download it easily at Stitcher.com or go check out the App Store for your individual mobile phone. That's LunaticRadio.com on Stitcher Radio. Download the app today. Stitcher! Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're f- That's lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes to download the show. And now back to the show, lunaticradio.com. Yeah, LunaticRadio.com show. Quick break. Here, Rock, back with you. John's getting some beer. Snow football in New England today, which is great. During the Patriots-Chicago uh, game. This is a really a sports show today, boy. It really is a sports show with Greg. Ma- eh, whatever one. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Really love watching sports football in, in the snow. Especially on HD. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. The way it should be watched. By the it. way, Renona, Winona Ryder. Remember Winona Ryder? Sure. From uh, Reality Juice. From Ra- Reality Bites and uh, Beetlejuice. Says she has never used the internet. Wasn't she like a klepto? She's a weirdo. She was a klepto. How do you never knew use the internet? How like I had a buddy years ago who uh, said he and it was actually true. He never used the internet to about about two years ago, but then he got word of the internet <laughs> finally, and he's addicted to it because it's porn. I do not believe Renona Ryder is being truthful here. No, because obviously she has a sm- smartphone, right? She says she she gets her email on her BlackBerry, but she ne- has never been on the internet or read a blog. Full of shit. How is that possible? It's such horseshit. Why would you even? Why would you say that to a magazine, Ellie Magazine? And why would the person at Ellie Magazine go, "All right, I'm going to write this because this is truthful." I don't. I don't understand how she could have possibly not being completely on, avoided at all. Here, here's, here's. It's not, almost difficult to now. Not being on the internet is like saying you never drove on a highway before. Right. In, in the internet information <laughs> highway. Oh God! <laughs> wow. Informa- what? Informational highway. You missed the exit on that one, Rock. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> I ran to the uh, embankment. Yeah. So that's horseshit, right? John Boy is all over the internet. He sure is. And he's not, uh, I would say, 
savvy? No, I'm a retard. Yeah, at the internet, but he's all over it. You use it. Winona Ryder, I'm a retard. I'm on it. Winona Ryder, famous movie star. Got a lot of gay shola. Right. Got she's a klepto. She got the latest smartphone, I'm sure. Every time it comes out, she's got it. She got the gay shola to go spend. Gay shola. Uh, is this broad telling me she doesn't have a freaking laptop in her house or or, or, or a computer? Are you nuts? Are we going to believe that? Winona, crazy writer. This is probably why you're not married at fucking 38. <laughs> You've never been on the internet. How about you cam up a little bit and fucking get a fucking sibling? You get an angry, yeah, angry at really, I am. I'm lying he's about her. I'm lying about this entire story. I'm reading it off a of gawker. Honestly, I mean, it's retarded to say that you've never been on the internet in this day and age. Jeez. Monkeys have been on the internet. It's true. Yeah. yeah it's true. Yeah, I've been to those websites. Crazy. Monkeys? Yeah. Uh, Monkeys.com? <laughs> isn't that, you know, in this day and age, just to say something like that, you're just an idiot. Well, she is. She's very yeah, weird. She, did she do that? Like that? That uh, stealing spree? Well, you know what ago? that was. Listen, it's she was doing that stealing spree, and then all of a sudden she came out with a movie. It's true. It's free advertisement, man. Who cares if you get arrested and have a record and you're famous and making millions? Well, that's what they all do. That's what they, I mean. Miley Cyrus now uh, just turned eighteen, and there's she's it, having drugs. I'm reading a headline here. I don't know what the story's about, and I, I don't really want to get into it. Oh, well, maybe I will. <clears throat> maybe I do. But the the headline reads here. Will Miley Cyrus bong rip ruin Salvia for the rest of us? What? I don't know. Do you really want to even get into it? No. She in rehab? Sounds stupid. Stupid story. Miley Cyrus may get Salvia banned. Michael Jackson autopsy. All right, let me get into it here. Uh, A bong rip heard around the world. Miley Cyrus Salvia smoking bong rip has resignated a campaign to ban still... Legal herbal substance. Hurricane breaky heart. Uh, it says former California State Assemblyman Anthony Adams. Would you bang share? No. Sorry. You wouldn't bang share? No, she's kind of gross. I'd bang share. Just kind of weird. She's kind of Frankensteinish. I wouldn't share anything with her. Get it? <laughs> uh, you do incredibly crazy things. Uh, Miley is the star of Young Kids Are Going oh, video. to Emulate Her Behavior. Um, Maybe in 2007 they were the only people who... Uh, Miley Cyrus does a gossip blogger, 45 years old. All right. So apparently she did a salvia rip. Yeah. There she is. The actual video. Buck Cherry. Oh, no. Who is it? Are they playing Kid Rock? Are they playing your song? Kid Rock, yeah. Keep all that. Okay, I'm about to lose it now. Just lay down, my dear. Is that not the hottest thing you've ever seen in your life? That's great. Turned on watching this. I absolutely am. Yeah? I'm watching Miley Cyrus do fucking Salvia bong hits. This is great. This made my day, Rock. Is that my boyfriend? Is that my boyfriend? The fucking camera. She's high. Oh my god. Hey. He looks so much like. Oh my god. Don't tell me that. That's a bus Oh my god. He looks so much like Leo. Oh my god. It's gonna be weird to be hanging out with Miley Cyrus. I don't want to say this, but I am gonna say it. I guarantee she blew that guy who was holding the camera because she thinks it's her boyfriend. Guaranteed. The source tells Karen fucking uh, teed. I guarantee you she did. The source tells uh, us uh, it was shot by one of Miley's friends, and the theory is someone stole or copied the video from the friend's camera. How do 
people get a hold of other people's cameras that easily and just start dubbing yeah. videos? The girls from, on uh, Salvia, dude. No, but the guy, whoever's shooting this camera, it's not her camera. Well, yeah, that guy's probably getting... It's not that easy. You gotta like first get the camera, then you have to find a computer. TMZ just well, paid them a shitload of money. Yeah, here's the thing. You're at the party. You see Miley Cyrus doing a bong hit off of something. Taking a picture guys, of that shit. Guys filming it. I mean, if I is I'm, it a guy? It's a guy or well, a girl? whoever. Whoever. Somebody's filming it. You're watching that. And you're going, oh my god, I'm gonna get that fucking camera. I'm gonna give it to TMZ. Boom! I got some cash coming my way. Screw Miley. She's the one. She knew she was making a mistake. I'm gonna screw her over. No one cares about anybody anymore, dude. They don't care. They're she not, really like, wasn't doing anything bad. No, she wasn't really doing. She's doing everything an 18 year old does. True. She's just Miley Cyrus. So it's a big news. This isn't news. Yeah, it's just, I'm not saying it's news. It's going to be odd to hang out with somebody, like some someone famous. You're just anybody. You're just some Joe Schmo, and you're like hanging out with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, um, I applaud those. It's kind of odd. I really do applaud those celebrities who like her, for, for example, that just go out and just be themselves. They do what regular kids do. I mean, yeah, doing drugs is not a great thing. Right. We don't condone but, drugs but she's here on the show. But there are a lot of 18, 19... Let's be real. Yeah. There are a lot of 18, 19-year-olds out there smoking pot like it's going out of fucking That's style. That's not happening, Karen. Absolutely oh, is. And, and, They're all in school and, and reading I applaud, their books. I applaud those people that, you know, are just, you know, she's a famous person, yet she's just still a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and she's still living like, you know, the rest of her friends do. She has a vagina. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> is there any more of that freaking clip? Oh, Did you say anything more? Let's see. When is she going to be in a porn? Let's see. Someone's got a box of Frosted Flakes. She's just loaded. Someone's got a finger in her ass right now. Hi. She's all over the place. She's got her face right in the camera right now. Tell us your thoughts, girl. Tell us what's on your mind. Are oh, they fucking parrying her? This is a setup. Tell us what's on your mind, girlfriend. Tell us. Talk to me. What a setup. Talk to me. Are you being as weird as anything you are right now? Uh-huh. Oh, my mouth. Talk to me. I got that mic. Just kidding. Those aren't mine. What a setup. Train wreck. Yes, Karen is completely jerking off tonight. <laughs> yeah. to this. That's that's the moment. That's, that's Karen's climax moment right there. <laughs> I just want to have that on loop. I want that as my ringtone. I didn't know Salvia was still around. What, what, is, that? It is. Yeah, what is that? It's, it's an illegal herb. Oh, yeah? It makes you go bonkers for about 30 seconds. You know what Liam looks like. Yes. Whoa. Did I not say after ah, nice. after she turns 18, Rock, that she was just going to end up like Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, she's, she's well on her <laughs> not, way. Not a week after her yeah. 18th birthday. She's well, uh, well, well on her way. She's got a head start. That's great. She might be a uh, she might be the Tiger Woods of celebrities going into drugs. Uh, who's banging her first? Who's going to be, I'm sure she's being banged already, but oh, who's going to be out in the in the press? Who do you think? What's your prediction? 
Who, who's the guy? Yeah, 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 besides her father. Do you think she's going to go old, dude? Old guy? Yeah, like uh, 15 years older. 15, 18 years older. <laughs> What's his name going to be? Uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy? You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally you. Oh, God. Later Imagine me on. hanging out at the Cyrus house. Wouldn't it be weird if you text me, yo, I'm hanging out with Miley Cyrus? How about them apples? Yeah. I got a panties. How do you like them apples? What a weird thing. Hey, Rock, I'm doing salvia. <laughs> I'm hanging out with a bunch of 18-year-olds and doing salvia. Yeah. My life's complete. That bucket list is now checked off. I'm hanging out with a bunch of 18-year-olds at uh, Miley's house. They sound like a bunch of ducks. I'm not. Affleck, Affleck, Affleck. Quack, 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 quack. So it's your prediction it's you. Oh, I don't know. She's going to be banging somebody. She's already banging. She's got probably eight guys on the fucking side. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm telling you. Not, not with a guy like Billy Ray. Billy Ray's, you know, he's, he's a tough yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, he's really fucking got the hammers <laughs> held down on her. Yeah, really. Yeah, Billy know. Ray's just One of Billy Ray's friends, probably. Yeah. Billy Ray's just like, please don't overdose because I still like to make some cash. Right, yeah. I need, to, I need to milk her. That achy, breaky heart only got me so far. Yeah. So by shoes with that. Yeah, I don't even think he wrote it. Inky Breaky Heart? Yeah, I don't know. I doubt it. I'm, yeah, I don't think so. Kid Rock, I thought you knew all this stuff. No, 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 no. I'm not that guy. What's that fucking guy's name? He's on that uh, friggin' show. The music oh, show, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> With the fucking... Uh... <laughs> yeah, here we go. This is great. <laughs> With the frosted tips. It's a karaoke show he does, too. Uh, What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, fucking Crashy Burn. Frosted Tips karaoke show. Oh, Mark McGrath. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what I did. Of course, he knows. I yeah. know. Yeah, that guy. I like to call him Mark McGirth. <laughs> Homo. MC. <laughs> I'm glad he's sitting over there. Yeah, let's do Drunk Call. Yeah. Drunk Call Hotline 206 202 Luna. That's 206 202 When our listeners go out and get hammered, send a call on their boyfriends, girlfriends, moms, and dads, husbands, or wives, they call us on the Drunk Call Hotline with their drunken ramblings, everybody. Sure do. Fun wow. thing we do each and every week before we close out the show. Here's the first call from a man named Wise Fool. Hey. Love uh, that guy. <clears throat> yeah, this is Wise Fool. Uh, I, I think I just finished my third case of beer today. Third case? I gotta take a leak. I have no idea why I called. <laughs> Love those calls. <clears throat> Bye. Yeah, so that's uh, literally uh, an idea what the drunk calls are like. Right. <laughs> Jackass. Some people it. just like doing that. Here's another, uh, just, a, just a pointless one. Here we go. Uh, some guy. And that's it. <laughs> what was he like a kicks concert? What the frig was that? I don't know what the whoopee thing was. Probably uh, maybe driving in a car, had some music on, and just wanted to, you know. Wanted to play whoopee? I guess so. Now we get the B-Low bitch from Buffalo. Oh, here we go. The boss, uh, Buffalo. This is when the drunk calls get a little bit longer. Yeah. This one's uh, two minutes. And a little bit more B-Low-y. B-Low-y. B-Low bitch is a female from Buffalo, and she likes to party. So here we go. Hey, guys. It's me. 
I mean, Velo. I don't fucking know. Anyways, it's fucking 11 o'clock at night, and yeah, I'm that big of a loser that I'm already fucking this trash at 11 o'clock at night. All I mean is that I fucking drink too much at 6 in the afternoon, which is okay, because, you know, to be honest with to be honest with you, I've, I've been drinking since, um, trying to wake up. Oh, my. Oh, okay, sorry. I dropped my cigarette on me. Anyway, I- By the way, uh, John, when you're at the bar and you're encountering a girl that's in the state that Belo's in, uh, here, here on the drunk call, what do you think? I think she has some pretty dirty, sweaty farts in her pants. I swear to God, she's got a That's the mess. first thought in your head? Yeah, she's a wreck. All right, good. <sighs> I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Fucking, fucking, what was it, 11 when I woke up? I would drink a inside and put a little Bailey's in my coffee. Friday. That's my late night off. But what I called to tell you is that my boyfriend fucking, he fucking, he was like, oh, it's in my way. And he threw my coat, my, my, uh, my cocaine, oh, I mean my hairbrush. It was my hairbrush, not my cocaine. Oh, cocaine. It might have been both. But he threw it at me. And I had to fucking, like, lick it all off myself. I mean, I had to pick my hairbrush off my lap. What the f- Your thoughts, Rock? Wow. Um, go Buffalo. <laughs> Train wreck. Well, at least, you know. Or, so that's what that's what goes on in Buffalo, you know? That's, uh, thank that's God a, for these calls. It's an average night. So right uh, the boyfriend threw uh, her hairbrush, quote unquote, table quotes, uh, at uh, Bilo, and she had to lick it off. I don't know why you would lick off a hairbrush off your body, but. I don't understand. Why the table? She, he didn't really throw a hairbrush? Not thinking. Hmm. Why? Why would she then say hairbrush? She's pretty rude and crude with everything else. Why would she then all of a sudden? No, I was just, you know, she, give some she, secret code. Well, for something. What really, do you? What do you think she's referring to? Uh cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yo. She did say it. But then, yeah. But then, with the hairbrush, I don't get it. I guess she felt like she didn't need to continue that conversation with herself. It proceeds, her. by the way. Oh, okay. Maybe there's some clarity now. I don't know. I'm gonna fucking listen to some. Listen, guys, kill Whitney Dad. Listen to him. Try to get them on the show because I would put the entire van in my ass and just have them play constantly, so I could have that bass tickling my clitor. Oh my god! You know what, Garrett? You, you guys don't play this. Whoops! Because. There's too much tequila and his drugs in this night. Do you have to drink I'm that much in Buffalo to stay warm? Okay. Yes, I believe you do. This is Bilo. Don't play this. Bye. <laughs> don't play it. Don't play it. Just call us, but don't expect us to play it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Dude. I love that. Hey, here's uh, Bilo finally uh, one more time. Hey, guys. It's Bilo. I just wanted you to all know that uh, I drink a lot of tequila. And I puked on a cop. And then puked I got on a cop? Detained. And then they let me go for some reason. Because I thought I was capable of driving a car. What? How oh, well, fucking so buffalo. I had to take up. And I'm going to drive home. I just thought you should know. So I have to take up. Over and out. 
Apparently, Buffalo's the wild, wild west out there. You could just pretty much be completely do obliterated. Fuck you do. Puked she, on a cop, and he let her go, or she let her go. I don't believe it. She was literally hammered, and they let her go in Buffalo. Wow. I don't believe it. Maybe she was that annoying at the precinct. That yeah, <laughs> just like, like, get her out of here. Cares. Or it's just too cold to arrest her. The cop was like, fuck, I ain't getting out of my car. I'm not like dealing with this yeah. shit anymore. I'm going back to my warm car. Who cares if she ends up in a snowdrift? Who gives yeah, a shit? Really? <laughs> she blew her way out of it. Uh, it'll be on somebody else's shift. Oh, you think that's what she did? She thinks she did a little, uh, you know. Right. She well, blew yeah, the yeah. cop? Maybe. That's why she threw up on him. Right. <laughs> Exactly what happened. Does that give you, uh, you know, listening to B-Lo's yes. calls? Yes. Uh, you know, the cocaine being thrown at her and she's drinking tequila since 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then being on a cop and being arrested and then let go and you're literally driving home drunk. Does that make you want to move to Buffalo? No, but that does tell me what a, what an average Tuesday is like in Buffalo. Yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah. It's an average Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, there was only two phone calls from uh, Bilo. I got like about 10. And the other ones were just, you couldn't even hear. Wow. She was obliterated. One day during this week, she was had a pretty rough day. Wow. Tequila. I didn't know they get tequila that far north. Yeah, apparently. I don't know how to get it in there. Jesus. Well, I fucking, it's really, Buffalo is the worst place in the world, I think. Could be. I would say that's I, all you do. You just drink. That's all you can do is drink, and then watch the Bills lose. Right. That's all you do. What do you do in Buffalo? It's like warm for like two days. Yeah. And that's it. Then the lake effect starts. Alcoholism and fucking. Goddamn. Like, like Eskimos. I bet you chicks in Buffalo don't even shave their. Uh, sh- oh, that's great. I bet you don't. Why? Why? They gotta stay warm. Yeah. I mean, you, you, get a, you, you get a girl at the bar at Buffalo, you take her back to the hotel room, you're like, you know, you whip down her things and get undressed, and she's all, you know, you know, prepared for the winter, so to speak. Yeah, right. And her excuse is, it's fucking Buffalo. <laughs> it's it looks like a buffalo. You really can't argue it. It looks <laughs> yeah. like a buffalo. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can't argue it. You just go, all right, I get your point. That's great, though. It's buffalo. I'm a Leo. I'm king of the jungle. <laughs> I'm dive right in. Yeah. <laughs> More LR travel agency. Would you bang chicks with hairy armpits? No. That's the one thing I wouldn't do. I've done it. Really? I was in He's Europe. Tracy's done everything. I was in Europe. It was weird, man. The girl was hot, but she had really freaking hairy armpits. It looked like fucking like Japanese fans when she would raise her arm. It was, like, <laughs> it was just like fan out. It freaked me out. I gave her a bick. She got pissed off. Uh. Yeah. What'd you just say here? Figure it out. She got mad. Just throw some shaving cream and a bick at her. Go, hey, play with us. Yeah, figure, yeah, do something. Surprise me. Yeah. She wanted me to pull on the hair when I was doing her. Oh, no. On her armpit hair? Yeah. Are you kidding? It's pretty cool, actually. How long was that shit? <laughs> it was pretty long. Three inches. <sighs> nasty. Yeah, it was nasty. It was a long time ago. Mid-90s. <laughs> Things were different then. Yeah. Different. yeah. Nirvana <laughs> was big and so was uh, long armpit hair. It was a train. Train ride. It was good. Girls in Japan don't shave coming in from Marquism. They don't shave in Japan? They don't shave, but they don't really have any hair, right? Aren't they like just like hairless pretty much? They're all asexual. Who gives a shit? <laughs> just like little, they're aliens. Yeah. They're like little aliens over there. All right. We'll do the uh, hotties of the week. Yeah, sure. Here we go. Do you want to fuck me? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. How do you want me? 
Did uh, Mel Gibson shave his beaver in the new film? <laughs> no, he talked to it, though. Yeah. Uh, Hottie of the Week time. This is uh, when we pick a chick from the world. The entertainment demon of Hottie of the Week. Pointless segment. This is how we end the show. You and the listeners can uh, name the chick and the reason why in the chat room. We'll read them off. Or you can email us to the show at lunaticradio.com and name a chick and read them We'll read those off. Uh, Haywood Jablomi going with Nita Gordon from... Var Varuka Salt. Well, Varuka Salt. Wow. Varuka Salt. <laughs> Varuka Salt. I knew that. Varuka. Uh, the original Varuka Salt. Uh, Mark Mark is going with Bilo. Uh, who are you going with, there, Rock? Uh, uh, this month's Maxim Autumn Research. He's in No Ordinary Family. Said why not? He was apparently in uh, Girl Next Door. She had a little part in there. Love that film. Big, okay. big I'm gonna go with uh, Miley Cyrus just right. because uh, uh, she did the Salvia this week, and I want to applaud her. Stoney's going with Lieutenant Negorta from Dexter. Really? Who are you going with, there, John? Naked Jedi? Allison from Australia. Oh yeah, That's right, You're Kid big Rock. Fan. Yeah, Kid Rock. I can't, Kid Rock. I can't deny her. Kid Thank Rock, you. new single coming to the charts. Finger dance. <laughs> Allison uh, from Australia. Nice work. There you go. Hey, would you blow me? Word up. Is that all the hotties? I think that's all we got. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to Greg Mannix for calling Thank into you. the radio program. That was the great. Yes. The Greg Mannix. Thank you to Fat Kev for booking Greg Mannix for the radio show. Fat Kev, you're the man. Thank you, everybody, for listening in live. Thank you, uh, everybody. Everybody in the chat room. Matt from Everett, Mark, Tony666, Haywood, uh, Sean Key Largo, uh, Jay Calgary, uh, Fantas Mara blah 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 three ninety five. Oh, that's not somebody. Waz and Oz, thank you, sir. And Norwegian something skin. There we go. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash lunatic radio, or Twitter, twitter.com slash lunatic radio. MySpace, we're still there. Or just go to lunaticradio.com for all those needs. Yeah, there you go, everybody. We'll see ya. Thank you, John, from Naked Jedi. Yeah. Hey, thank you, guys. MySpace.com slash Naked Jedi. Rock and roll.